That's right, bitches. That's right. This is the impromptu episode 30. Now I got to turn that fucking loop and bullshit off. I got to turn. Yeah, I got to turn that loop and bullshit off. I always forget to change it up when I do the the Patreons of pain. Anyway, episode 35. What the fuck is up, you guys? I am your host, D, and I'm doing this shit solo so I can uh, kind of, you know, pad those numbers, if you will. I'm going to hit that 100 mark pretty soon. I'd be happy with 50 at this point. I'm way behind I'm on where I want to be, but whatever, fuck it. We're going to do the episode number two of Video Game Armageddon, Video Games That Made Us, Video Game Pilgrimage, whatever the fuck, the many names that I've given this episode in the last couple of months. I am the D. That's all you know. You know me. I'm going to start this episode out by saying, if you guys ever find yourself, and I'm talking to you, the viewers, the listeners, and any and anyone everyone related to the listeners and the viewers. If you ever find yourself in a situation where you choose me as a mediator, I'm going to challenge y'all motherfuckers to Mortal Kombat. I'm not going to pick sides. I'm going to rock both y'all in the fucking face. I'm going to bury you in my motherfucking yard right next to my neighbor, Dave. Um, That's all I'm going to say about that at this point in time. That's probably all I'm going to say. I'm just like, man, I don't have tolerance. I don't like people already. And I don't, I don't want to pick and choose fights that really have nothing to do with me, <laughs> but involve people that I interact with on a daily basis. So I, I don't need that fucking headache. I really don't. So y'all can't fucking, if you guys got to bring it to me, man, I'm going to settle it in a fight club type of way. Cage match, Nick Gage, Game Changer Wrestling, Cage Match, Death Match, Glass, Thumbtacks, Broken, all that bullshit. Anyway, how's everybody doing? How's everybody doing today? Did you have a good day? I didn't really have a good day today because, you know, not only did the uh, did I have to do the route that I really fucking hate because it's just obscenely long, not only because it is summertime and allergies kick my ass, very badly, on top of which having contacts, so they're always itchy, watery. I always feel like there's something in there, so I fuck around with my finger, and it makes it worse. And then I look like, you know, I've been bawling my ass out for like three days straight without a break. It's horrible. But uh, I, I was going to bring back the uh, going postal with the D segment for this particular show. Usually if anything bothers me about work, I'm going to write it down and I'll bring it up for the next episode. I think it's been lacking. Been having kind of like a so-so kind of couple of weeks at work. Nothing to really bitch about, but today today is different. So, one of the things that really bugs me about my job and it, it shouldn't even bother me, but it does. So, here we go. It's customary. It's not, I don't even think it's mandatory. It's just common courtesy. If you're a carrier 
and I'm a carrier, and we drive past one another, we would just do a little wave. It doesn't have to be, like, ridiculous. Just like, you know, just like a fucking wave. But the more and more I do it, I'm, I'm finding that I, I keep crossing paths with, like, the most miserable motherfuckers in this bitch. You know, <laughs> there's one guy who's just got this. I don't even fucking know his name. I've worked there almost two years, and I don't know this motherfucker's name, and I haven't cared to find out this motherfucker's name. It's okay. I'm sure I'm going to be asked about it later on at work, thanks to all my coworkers who listen to the podcast. But uh, he's just always got this fucking miserable face like he's got COVID, and he still has to come to work, and he's got ridiculous amounts of bills. I think we'd probably get along. <laughs> Now that I think about it, we'd probably get along great. But anyway, he just looks like he's in such fucking just agony being there, getting up every day, having to interact with people. Again, weird. I, mean, I really think I would get along with this guy. Anyway, you know, when he waves, it's like, you know, really animated, but you can he doesn't change the look on his face at all. You know, I want to punch the guy in the fucking head. But then you get those fucking asshole carriers who don't even wave. Don't wave to you. You know what I mean? Like, that's just... I guess it doesn't really make my day. And obviously, me bitching about it means that it kind of ruins my day or irritates me or miffs me or whatever. But fuck. (laughs) I mean, bus drivers do it too, don't they? Semi-truck drivers. Motherfuckers on motorcycles. They got their little hand... Whatever the fuck they do. Sons of anarchy and shit. It's the little things. It's the little things. The camaraderie. The camaraderie. You know, I kind of feel like being a postal worker is kind of like a brotherhood. You know, we look out for each other. We we want to see you come back safe in the same way that you left. You know, if you motherfuckers don't want to wave, cool. Stay the fuck over there. Don't come talk to me. Don't ask me to come to your golf outing. Don't come to your Christmas party and your banquets and all this other bullshit. You can't wave. Fuck off. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, not sorry. I don't give a fuck. What else, man? Uh, watched a movie yesterday, The Army of the Dead, starring Dave Bautista. Also has uh, Theo Rossi, who you guys might know from Cloverfield, best known to me as Juice from Sons of Anarchy. Also had... Uh, Fumuyaki or Yamashani or I'm going to get canceled for that. Uh, The guy that played Scorpion most recently in the most recent Mortal Kombat, he plays like this big tycoon and he's paying a team of, they're not mercenaries, but they're they're all some degree of (sighs) tacticians, shooters, trainers, uh, pilots, Kind of like, uh, it was kind of like uh, Ocean's Eleven. You know what I mean? You have six or seven very specific people brought to this team because they bring specific characteristics to the team. And um, they're sent to Vegas. This is in the midst of uh, the zombie apocalypse. It's hit. It's kind of like very reminiscent to uh, Shaun of the Dead. Okay, so you remember when all the shit should happen, everybody's freaking out, trying to make it another day. Army comes in, starts wiping out all the zombies. Okay, The zombies, for the most part, have been wiped out, and society is back on top. You know, you're going back to school, you're going back to work, people are running businesses like nothing ever happened, right? 
But it looks like in Las Vegas, there's still a chunk of the world that is still inhabited by zombies. And it's not just zombies, right? There's a very uh, intelligent group of zombies. You know, they have a hierarchy. They have a government, so to speak. You know, don't get crazy with it. Just, you know, just follow me here. So they have a king and they have a queen, zombie. Um, They have a fucking tiger, a zombie tiger, protector, whatever like that, you know. But anyway, Scorpion sends all these fucking people to Vegas to uh, crack open a safe and bring back the billions of dollars that are in the safe. Okay, whatever. And uh, without giving away, I mean, it's a zombie movie. It's written and directed by Zack Snyder. So I don't know if that means anything to you guys. I think Zack Snyder is the guy that did uh, Superman with uh, the Freddie Mercury-looking Superman. Henry Cavill, right? And then uh, Greg Buell was Zod, right? I think that was Zack Snyder. I think he also did the... You're going to make me look it up because I don't know my nerd shit. Don DeLaSnooch could probably do it. What up, Don DeLaSnooch? What up, Escape Pod? Fuck you, Brady. (laughs) What up, Dragon Buddy? (laughs) Zack Snyder. Hashtag save, Dave. All right, so... Okay, Jack Snyder, Zack Snyder, there we go. This motherfucker did 300, he did Army of the Dead, Justice League, uh, Batman vs. Superman. Is that the live action movie? Sucker Punch, Legend of the Guardians, Watchmen. That was what I was going with, Watchmen. I never saw that. He also was the director of the Dawn of the Dead that came out in 2004. So, yeah, I'm going to have to do... I don't think I've done a zombie movie episode. That might have to go in the box. If I can find the box. Where's the box? Where's the box? We'll put it in the box. We'll put it in the box. Gotta find some paper. There we go. I'll find a strip. There's my uh, video game Armageddon. Since that one's done and over with, I'm gonna go ahead and put zombie movies in this bitch. Zombie movies. And I think I like Dave Bautista as an actor. Um, I'm not saying he has a wide range you know what I mean? Uh, I've seen the typical big, burly bodyguard type having to babysit kids. They've overdone the fuck out of that. Vin Diesel did it. Hulk Hogan did it. Um, zombie movies. There we go. Zombie movies. It's going into the box. Box is over here on the bridge. I have to reach for the box. I reach for the box. There we go. Reach for the box. We are now putting in Zombie movies into the box. There we go. The fuck? Alright, buddy films. I feel like I've already done that. We've already done that. Why the fuck is that still in the box? I need a trash can. Where's my fucking secretary? Bitch. That should be some coffee. Anyway, so that uh yeah, that's the uh, latest movie that I've watched. Um, I think that I have pretty much given up hope on enjoying this Hogwarts Legacy game. I was expecting there to be like an online community, much like Grand Theft Auto, except you were in Hogwarts. You know, you have to mingle amongst the Slytherins and the Hufflepuffs and all that bullshit. That is not the case. It's a uh, single player uh, campaign, I guess. There might, there has been talks of the online shit coming later on, but. That's later on. I thought it was going to be straight from launch. 
Not the case. So I'm a little bis- I'm a little pissed off, a little disappointed. Fuck Harry Potter. I'd much rather be playing Dead Island 2. The more I see, the more I'm like itching. Like, I think zombies are my shit. In all forms. Movies, books, video games. Oh, man, that tastes good. After a nice long day of a bullshit route. Um, oh, yeah, going postal to D, man. So I got this guy. I'm a T6. And for those of you guys not in the know, uh, a T6, what I do is I cover the routes of carriers who are on their, their no work days. So uh, route number one, number two, number three, number four, number five. So I rotate between these five or six routes when the regular carrier is off. Um, and I get acclimated to, to each route. You know, I know I'm pretty much like the back of my hand. This particular route that I did today, I just don't like it because it's ridiculously, grossly long. It's stupid. I fucking hate it. It's a nice area. I have a pretty good rapport with the people. But, man, the regular carrier don't give a fuck. And it's hard for me to want to give a fuck about my job. I try and explain to him, like, bro... These people essentially are going to take care of us, you know, learn their names, what their fucking grandkids are, their names, what their dog's names are, maybe bring them a treat, even though it's kind of like frowned upon in the office, you know, just get a good rapport with these fucking people. But if you start acting like you don't give a shit, they're not going to give a shit about you. And I want to choke the guy. I want to fucking choke the guy. But I asked several of my coworkers and they were just like, get through the day. Get to the day. You're on a different route tomorrow. It doesn't fucking matter. I agree with that wholeheartedly. So that's the attitude I'm going to have from now on. I'm no longer going to go gonna go above and beyond. If they don't give a fuck, I don't give a fuck. And I am full of not giving a fuck. Believe me. You don't want to test me when it comes to not giving a fuck. Arius, Walking Dead's on. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about them people. Um... What else here? Okay, so I usually try and stay away from politics, but this is uh, this came out on Thursday. Darlene Superville, Associated Press. White House says Biden is fine after he tripped and fell on the stage at the Air Force graduation. That dude's something else, man. Uh, I don't know where you guys stand as far as politics goes. I'm not really affiliated with one party or another. I just kind of like watch i like people watch you know what i mean like there are people that go to comic-con there are people that work at comic-con and then there are people that go and watch at comic-con i'm kind of in there in that uh that zone as far as politics at this point i should probably pay a lot more attention you know because now my decisions as a voter will affect my kids and their friends and the, the future generations and shit but i think we're all fucked i still think we're all kind of sort of fucked. That's a piss poor attitude to have. It's a lazy attitude to have. But uh, I got more important shit going on at the moment. So while we were talking about Comic-Con, let's talk about the Comic-Con, the convention known as Astronomicon. Astronomicon 6.5 is coming up in a couple of short weeks, June 24th and 25th. I believe that's a Friday and a Saturday. It's going to be at Burton Manor again in Livonia, Michigan. Guests. The guest list is pretty fucking stacked this year. So let's go over the guest list as of right now. Dirk Manning, comic book writer, Source Point Press. He's responsible for Haunted High Ons, 
butts and seats. The Arn Anderson story is coming up. I think that's out. Is that out? I don't know if it's... I know that the... Uh, not the Patreon, but the Kickstarter went through. I think they're working through the final um, printing stages of that. I had to I had to keep up on my shit. Sorry, Dirk. Uh, Jason Moore, comic book artist and inker. Stuff like Halloween, Elvira, Gates of Hell. Cool, cool as fuck, dude. Uh, wrestler Buff Bagwell is going to be in the house. That's pretty fucking dope. NWO, vicious and delicious. Uh, my shit. As far as wrestling goes, Demolition, Axe, and Smash. Great tag team of the 80s, man. That was like my first introduction to like the BDSM, the fucking bondage and the leather and the spikes and shit. Crazy, terrifying-ass tag team. They were pretty badass. They're going to be in the house. Darren McCarty, everybody knows Darren McCarty. If you're a fucking Red Wings fan, if you're into Michigan sports, Darren McCarty, former Detroit Red Wing, four-time Stanley Cup winner is going to be in the house. Um, Peter Dante, motherfucking El Presidente is going to be in the house. I want to meet that motherfucker again. I want to smoke with him. He's cool as fuck. Um, there's going to be all sorts of actors and actresses from the View Askew, uh, universe. So like Kevin Smith, Jay and Silent Bob are going to be in the fucking house. Dante and Randall are going to be in the fucking house. I think that, uh, Kevin Smith is bringing his daughter and his wife. Both have been in the View Askew universe. They're going to be in the house. Wrestler Gangrel is going to be in the house. I'd like to meet him too. Douglas Tate, who's an actor and stuntman. He was in Halloween Kills, Freddy vs. Jason, which is weird because, like, ever since that movie came out, I've never heard of this guy until, like, many, many years later. So he was in that movie the whole time, and I never knew. I just, I was just so pissed that Jason was played by uh, Ken Kersinger, and I was, because I'm such a fucking slut for Kane Hodder. Um, we're going to go ahead and skip Tom Savini because fuck Tom Savini. Rob Van Dam, Battle Creek, Michigan's very own ECW, former heavyweight champion, former United States, no, that's television champion. I got my shit fucked up. Hall of Famer, he's going to be in the house. Jason Mewes, like I said. Ryan Hurst, better known as uh, Opie from the Walking, from Sons of Anarchy. He was uh, Alpha and Walking Dead. Remember the Titans? You guys know him. He's going to be in the house. Heather Leggenkamp, better known as uh, Nancy from Nightmare on Elm Street, is going to be in the house. Amy Dumas, better known as Lita, Wrestling Hall of Fame, legendary wrestler, is going to be in the house. It's going to be a fucking stack, a fucking party. Um, it looks like I am going to try and go with the girls, and I have finagled, have been offered a pass or two from some of my homies, so I appreciate you guys. Matt, Dave, holding it down. Um, going to have no fucking money at all to fucking spend at this show. But it's not going to matter because, you know what, the homies are going to be there. We're going to see our favorites, Blazer Dead Homie, the ROC, ABK, Boondocks, a la Zulilu, Twisted, of course. And this is a very special one. This is what I told the girls that we're going to go because, uh, homie, our dude, stuttered it off for the girls as far as Magic Ninja Entertainment goes, as far as Astronomicon goes. Gmo motherfucking skis returning to Astronomicon 6.5. It's been, let's see, three years, three and a half years since he's been there at the show. So we're excited to see that motherfucker back. So we got to get some pictures with him and get a reminisce with him. He was there at the first one. They were so excited. They didn't give a fuck about the guest list at all. They were all about meeting Gmo ski. We saw him before the show opened up in the lobby 
We sat there and schmoozed with him a little bit, got autographs and pictures. Piper got her a hug of her favorite rapper. Dude, that's fucking dope. Those kind of experiences only happen at shows like Astronomicon. You can't go to Motor City Nightmares and have an experience like that. Just Astronomicon. So go to Astronomicon.com. Get your tickets. Get all your information. Goodie bags, VIP, photo ops. All that shit's live. If you're inclined at all to meet Kevin Smith, get a photo op or get a VIP meet and greet because that's the only way you're going to be able to fucking meet that guy. And this is not an everyday occurrence, man. Kevin Smith is not going to come around every single fucking day. Bummed about it, but it's what it is. Uh, Floor plan. They don't have a floor plan. Pro photo ops. Do they have the schedule? Do they have the prices for the photo ops? Doesn't look like it. God damn, y'all. Get your shit together. Do your research. Anyway, those prices and shit should be coming up in the next couple of weeks or so. It is just right around the corner. So go to astronomicon.com. Tell them that the podcast of pain sent you. Because we're going to make those motherfuckers sponsors whether they like it or not. We're going to be in the house. All right. Um, as always, we are sponsored by Minor Nirvana Toys and Collectibles. If they don't have it, you don't need it. They are also going to be in the house at Astronomicon 6.5. Tell them that the D sent you. Podcast of Pain, Lena June, and Piper Angela. They are the homies. We're going to be hanging around, around them motherfuckers, Max and, and Matt. We're going to be schmoozing and running, running around and throwing bows and all kinds of shit. So, there was a good time. And, uh... They got the Twisted Funko Pops, so get them while you can. Also, Chimera Illustration and Design ran into them at Astro 6 for a brief moment. Uh, Reminisce had some time to, to sit and, and, and gab with him. He's a good guy. Uh, maybe he'll show up at Astronomicon's X.5. We'll see. He's still trying to get a fucking table, Mike. Answer your emails, Mike. Um, tactical Trash Out. Still not doing Jackson. Dick, but we still love you anyway. And then, of course, Killmall Beard Oil. Killmallbeardoil.com and use the coupon code PAINPOD. Get yourself 10% off. I think that's all the preliminary bullshit, so we're going to finish this Mike's Lemonade real quick. I need to get these motherfuckers to sponsor or become affiliates. Anybody know anybody? That'd be hell. Oh, dude, man. We make commercials like a motherfucker. I'll drink this more than water. Anyway, let's get into uh, the rest of this episode and knock this motherfucker out because I'm ready to talk about Big Lebowski on Sunday. You guys ready for Big Lebowski? I'm ready for Big Lebowski. I'm actually kind of shocked that Will uh, Will pulled that and he was happy with that and he's even seen the Big Lebowski. Bastard. He's not here today. They're uh, filming Cobra Kai or some shit in his basement. No bullshit. No bullshit. He's got a karate studio dojo thing going on in his basement. Um, that's about it. <laughs> All right. So uh, last time we we got together, I believe I left off with PlayStation One, and PlayStation One. It was cool for what it was. That's thirty two bits, if I'm not mistaken, right? This is why it'd be awesome to have. Well, Will wouldn't fucking help, but it'd be awesome to have somebody in the chat to, so I didn't have to keep going to Google. PlayStation 1. All right, so the PlayStation console, as we know, we're just going to do a quick recap on PlayStation. came out in 1994 in Japan, 1995 in the U.S. Nobody gives a fuck about Europe, so we're not going to talk about them assholes. Anyway, this was uh, 
Background, let's see. Uh, CD-ROM. It was like the first CD-ROM console that I remember fucking with. I don't count Sega CD because I had that motherfucker for all an hour and I took that bitch back. I was not prepared or I didn't really know the ridiculous load time that that shit had. I thought the motherfucker was malfunctioning, honestly. But as I watched an episode of uh, the Angry Video Game Guy, yeah, it's the same thing with him. Uh, He had very... Whoa, 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 whoa. Am I tripping the fuck out? How many bits? Because 32-bit does not sound right. (laughs) How many bits? There we go. Okay, it was 32-bit. Originally released in 1994 by Sony Computer Entertainment. Okay. Uh, One of a new generation of 32-bit consoles. So, I mean, I'm sure it's right up there with 32X. Does anybody remember 32X? Because I don't. I remember playing ROMs, and ROMs didn't fucking help you you any. Because a lot of that bullshit was uh, badly coded. Okay, because that makes sense. That makes sense. We went from PlayStation and then Nintendo 64, which was 64-bit, so that makes sense. All right, so PlayStation, and what was the other one? I never fuck with Sega, fuck Sega Dreamcast, fuck Sega Saturn. I don't know anybody that had a Sega Saturn, to be perfectly honest. Sega Dreamcast was like a hit and miss. Some of y'all had it, some of y'all didn't. I played it. Nah, I didn't enjoy it enough to fucking buy one. I don't think there was a, the library just wasn't there for me. Maybe we'll go, maybe we'll talk shit about fucking Sega Dreamcast here in a minute. But um, let's go with uh, some of the games from, some of the better games from um, PlayStation 1. And we'll start going through some of the ones that I played, some of the ones I spent a lot of time on. I do remember talking about Abe's Odyssey, uh, Oddworld. It was a different character. It wasn't like Sonic. It wasn't like Crash Bandicoot. It was a completely different thing that I was new to, but it looked interesting. Picked it up. Got stuck a lot, got frustrated, put it down. Siphon Filter was probably one of the first shooter games that I really interacted with. That came out in 1999. Played that with my buddy John quite a bit. The the the, the split-screen shit was always pretty fucking fun with him, man. He was a better shooter by far. And it was a third-person stealth shooter. I don't remember... I don't remember much. I mean, sure, if I looked at video gameplay, I'd probably go through and, like, fucking, like, like butterfly effect and getting nosebleeds and shit like that, unlocking in the memories. You know how that goes. I do remember a little bit of that, being, like, doing the headshots and having the sniper rifle and shit. I was terrible at stealth games. Because I remember uh, Tenchu Stealth Assassins came out. I loved the concept. I hated the fact that I had to creep around. I'm one of those make noise, scream like a banshee, and fucking start swinging swords at people kind of guy. Um, I definitely did not participate in a lot of the games that y'all played on. You know, Parappa the Rappa, that was my, my queer cousin. He, he had a lot of the dumb games. And that, in my opinion, was one of the dumb games. Parappa the Rappa. It's basically like New Age Simon with a dog instead of the colored screen or the colored, you know. Um, 
Castlevania Symphony of the Night. That was John's. That was more of my buddy John's uh, wheelhouse. Legacy of Kane. I played that for a little bit. Another game where I got incredibly lost and just did not give it enough time or attention to try. You know, nowadays, probably. Resident Evil 2. First Resident Evil game that I purchased was Resident Evil 2. And uh, that was the first double disc I think I played. I think I do remember Abe's Odyssey being two discs, or it might have been the sequel, Abe's Exodus. But Resident Evil 2 was a fucking trip, man. Another thing that was a trip about PlayStation games is that they had the black top on the... was, Or was that PS2? I think it was PlayStation 1. They had the, like, the black coating on the bottom. That was kind of odd, kind of kind of weird. Never got into Spyro. Jumping Flash, never got in uh never got into Crash Bandicoot. I played it. I think I rented it. I don't know. Did that game come with PlayStation? What game came with PlayStation? Let's check that out. What game came with the original PlayStation? There we go. I remember they had a demo disc. I do remember that. Um I think Die Hard, the trilogy, um, that came out. There was a demo disc at some point. First 15 games released on PlayStation 1. Check it out. So, nope, don't remember that. Don't remember Crime Crackers. Don't remember that. A lot of fucking stupid-ass party games. I don't know what the fuck that is. Ridge Racer. Ridge Racer sounds familiar. I don't know. I definitely did not buy that game. I probably borrowed it from my cousin. He always got the new consoles and the new games and shit before I did. Motor Tune Grand Prix. Don't remember that. Kingsfield. A lot of Japanese concentration games. Uh, Battle Arena Toshinden. Okay. I vaguely, very, very vaguely remember playing this game. This was... Uh, precursor to Tekken. I don't think it was related to Tekken, but it came out before Tekken, if I'm not mistaken. I don't have anybody in the goddamn chat to confirm or deny that. doesn't matter. It's all good. So let's check this out. Uh, what games... Let's see. Every... Okay. The games every PlayStation console launched with. No. Let's just go through the list on Wikipedia. See what we had. So, the original PlayStation. Fucking funky, man. 007, The World Is Not Enough. I don't remember that. I don't remember playing any of that. I think the only the only game sport-wise that I played on the PlayStation was NFL Game Day. Everybody kept telling me what fucking, how bomb that fucking game was. And, like, to this point, all I knew was, like, Troy Aikman's football on Sega... Tecmo Super Bowl. I think I played a John Madden at one point. I don't remember when the fuck NFL Blitz came out, but it was, you know, very few. Very, very fucking few. I didn't know how, I didn't know, I understand, like, the, the plays. I see all the fucking arrows and all the shit. I didn't have the aptitude for that, and I still don't. Here, I'm going to give you the ball. Stand over there. You know, that's about as far as my goddamn direction goes with sports. That's how my planning goes. I'm not going to be like, oh, flank this way. Shimmy over here. We're going to fake him. We're going to juke this way. They're going to blitz. I'm pretty sure they're going to fucking blitz. Um, 
I didn't get anywhere fast with this shit. <laughs> so let's see. Uh, the best PlayStation games. That's probably not going to help either. It's all very subjective. The best games. I My list is very different from your guys' list. Castlevania Symphony of the Night. I don't think I ever played it. Twisted Metal was another one that was a favorite with you guys. I don't remember fucking with that either. Tenchu Stealth Assassins, like I said, that was really, really fucking Activision. Came out in 98. Siphon Filter, that was on my list. Ace Combat, no. Tomb Raider. If you're a guy and you never fuck with Tomb Raider, I call bullshit or you lived under a rock because we were all about them fucking 3D boobs. Uh, that was another one I didn't get like super fully immersed in. I, I probably rented it, got stuck, got frustrated, and just quit. Tekken 2, Tekken 3. I don't remember if I had the original Tekken. That came out for PlayStation. Another thing I, I did mention briefly is like the ridiculous load times that PlayStation did have. I mean, this was like the first big revolutionary disc player console that we were, you know, that we had. So games like Destruction Derby, I'd mentioned briefly, you know, it would be, it felt like an hour before you could fucking play a three minute round, you know. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, I didn't give that a whole lot of time. I really don't ever think I ever owned a Madden. I probably more or less went over to somebody's house. Resident Evil 2 will forever be on my top 10 list. The original Resident Evil, Resident Evil Director's Cut, all pretty much the same thing. Fucking fucked me up. Those bullshit graphics. Die Hard Trilogy was, was another one that I remember playing, but I want to think I only played the demo. You could only get so far. Um, there were you could play all three of the games, but I want to think that I fucked with Die Hard two more, and it was kind of like if I remember correctly, it was kind of like one of those arcade shooters, kind of like Revolution X. Get yourself power ups and all this shit. I wish I had written all this bullshit down, man, or spent a little bit more time trying to conjure a list up. Mortal Kombat, um, Mortal Kombat trilogy, I remember. Because I had Mortal Kombat 3 on the Genesis, and then we moved over to the PlayStation. WrestleMania, the arcade game, that was by, was that a claim? Where are we at? Midway. So that was the same company that had made uh, Mortal Kombat, and that was the first wrestling game where they used the actual uh, cap screen capture of the wrestlers doing these moves. And then they had a green screen and all that. I don't remember having arcade game on PlayStation. I do remember the next one, which was called In Your House. That was, it was equally as goofy and, and as dumb. But for the time, it was fun as shit. Uh, after that, I want to think ooh, Warzone came out after that. I'm trying to think of like all the games that I had on PlayStation that I know I had on the original PlayStation. And that came out in 98, so yeah, I definitely had that. And that was a little bit more, um, it was a lot, it was more realistic, I guess. The graphics and the animations, the gameplay and shit were still garbage. But I believe this was the first wrestling game that you could create your own player, so it was very innovative. Voice over action. It was so goddamn bad. <laughs> it was so fucking horrible. Um, let's see. I got to come up with some kind of comprehensive list of PS1 games. 
Uh, okay, so the 25 best, the 50 best. Let's just go for the 50 best and then call it a day. I got to move the fuck on. I want to motor through this fucking episode. Um, Dead or Alive. That was a funny game. Didn't I don't remember fucking with that. Siphon Filter. A lot of the Japanese ones. Final Fantasy you guys fuck with. I never got into it. I'm not a RPG. I didn't become an RPG kind of guy till South Park came out. South Park fucking killed it. You know what I mean? If they had made RPGs that fucking fun, I'd have been fucking with that for a long time. But it was South Park that pulled me to the dark side. What can I say? Ridge Racer. And it sucks because a lot of these fucking games were just sequels. You know, they they bumped up the graphics a little bit. The story progressed. But it was essentially the same game. I didn't fuck up. Okay, Wipeout XL. I don't remember fucking with that. But I believe, if I'm not mistaken, and I would ask John, but John doesn't watch my fucking show either, so fuck you. I believe this was the game that they were playing in the movie Hackers with Johnny Lee Miller and Angelina Jolie from 1995. Could be wrong. No one in the chat to fucking run to for answers. Uh, Abe's Oddworld, eh, Odyssey, definitely played that. Dino Crisis, don't remember fucking with that. Tenchu Stealth Assassins, like I said. Uh, a lot of these just seem like the same kind of game engine, you know. If they weren't Final Fantasy type games, they weren't racing type games, they weren't fighting games. You might have had, you know, I didn't fuck with Crash Bandicoot like that either. Yeah, see, a lot of the, a lot of these, I I hate the lists that you find on Google because it's just so. I just feel like they're, you know, they're just so subjective. They're not. Sudoken, Resident Evil 2 I fucked with, Castlevania. So let's just call it a day, man. Metal Gear Solid was a game that I fucked with for a hot second. I think it was my buddy John. I'm going to have to get that asshole on the show for the, especially for the um, Big Lebowski episode because we fucked with that movie hard. But whatever. All right, so PlayStation 1 is officially done. Moved on to N64. N64, I didn't fuck with a whole lot either. That was uh, the debut of the most one of the most epic first-person shooter games and more, one of the most epic multiplayer games of all time. That was GoldenEye. So N64. We're going to get a list of N64 games. And we're also going to get a list of uh, just N64. Go to the N64 as a whole. Wikipedia that came out in 1996. I didn't get it until several years later. That was 64-bit. Um, let's see. Following the video game crash in 1983, Nintendo led the country or the industry with the first home game console, the Famicom. Hmm. Ah, the Famicom was the Nintendo. Okay, I got you. Everybody's so fucked up. Uh, Sega Saturn was 32-bit. Nintendo, 16-bit SNES. Oh, man. Remember back in the day? I don't remember. Um, Dragon Buddy might remember this. Maybe maybe Brady, probably Don. John might remember this. I don't know if Will will remember this or not. When they were talking shit about making a CD-ROM to use with the Super Nintendo, the possibilities were endless. I mean, this was like a revolutionary time. Not only video games, but just technology. Because I remember getting a computer the first time we had a CD-ROM. You had Encyclopedia Britannica. You had all kinds of interactive shit. 
And it was like mind blowing, but it was so dumb. In retrospect, hindsight being 2020, it was garbage. <laughs> it was cool for the time, but it's garbage. Um, let's see here. And then they tar- start talking about specs, and this is where I get all fucking numb in the numb in the fucking brain and get ready to drool and just pass the fuck out and go all fucking uh, Chuck McGill on the fucking desk here. Just I don't fuck with specs. I remember the one time I tried to build a computer, and I'm like, I just I don't know what the fuck. Just tell me what to buy. Just tell me what the fuck to buy. I want it fast, and I want a lot of memory. Oh, okay, and that didn't work out. Uh, there isn't really much to say about this here. Um, it was the last major home console to use cartridges as its main primary storage format until the Nintendo Switch in 2017. It competed primarily with the Sony PlayStation and the Sega Saturn. All right, so some of the games of note I do remember. Um, I do remember getting the N64 version of Resident Evil, which was pretty badass because you didn't have any load times. That was a plus in my book. You could also change the blood color, which was also, I mean, it was, it was, it was dumb. It was dumb as hell, but it was cool for the time. Um, let's see here. Who the fuck? Oh my God. Shut up, kid. (laughs) My kids are jackasses. I tell you what, um, Love them dearly, but sometimes I just don't know what the hell, where the hell I went wrong with them. Um, ba 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 Bitch. International Superstar Soccer. Get the fuck off my lawn. StarCraft. I n- Nope. Never played that. Snowbird Kids. Nope. ISS 98. What the fuck is that? Get the fuck out of here. Some of these games I've never even heard of. I do remember briefly Ogre Battle. I don't remember playing it, though. There were a lot of dumbass sports games. Jet Force, Gemini, nope. Turok, nope. Kirby, nope. Pro Skater, nope. All right, so the game that brought me to the party in regards to N64 was WCW NWO Revenge. Uh, Came from THQ. Um, The Aki Corporation came out in 1998. It was a kid in my uh, commercial art and media class who brought his Nintendo 64. And this game to class for our uh, Christmas break party or whatever the fuck, and I got hooked. I got hooked, like, really fucking bad. Didn't like the kid, but wanted to go over to his house and hang out and play this fucking game. And then that's all I wanted for Christmas one year. Epic, epic, epic game. Uh, Briefly, last episode when I was speaking on PlayStation 1 games, WCW versus the world was like my first introduction to THQ, which became the predecessor of the, is that right? Predecessor to this game, WCW, NWO Revenge. Like the whole game engine was based on 
a lot of the Japanese wrestling games I never got a chance to play. Got to see video, got to see pictures, but they weren't available over here. Doom 64. All right, that's another thing that I forgot to mention in regards to uh, video games is when I got introduced, I was never a hardcore computer game, computer gamer. Doom, ID, oh, there we go. ID Software came out in 1993, so I was 12-ish. I was in junior high. I remember the guy, his name was Matt, and he introduced me, or was it, was it? Was it, uh, I see his fucking face too, Brian. One of the two of them, maybe it was both of them virtually at the same time too. Well, not at the same time. But, uh, yeah, these two guys had introduced me to gaming and AOL and computers and all that other bullshit. Doom, I got pretty hardcore into. And then it was a bitch because me and my mom, we didn't know shit about computers. We didn't know, like, as far as space goes and then RAM and video cards and all this other shit. But Doom was a game that I played quite a bit on the computer. Cheat codes, all that. Man, it was a fucking fun game. I never really played it much after that outside of a computer, but I see Doom 64 came out for the Nintendo 64 in 1997. Good for them. Mario Golf, I didn't fuck with anything Mario-related. I didn't fuck with Mario Kart. I didn't fuck with Mario 64. I briefly played Mario Tennis, which I think I still have somewhere. It doesn't belong to me. <laughs> Wave Race 64. I remember playing the Wave Racer games in the arcade, but never in the home the home consoles. Holy shit. Hold on. <coughs> Tony Hawk, Pro Skater, never fucked with that. Here's another one of the Slim Pickens. No Mercy, WWF No Mercy, came out in December 7, no, November 17th of 2000. And that was, again, that was the step up from the WCW games because WCW at this point was getting ready to go under if they hadn't already gone under. Um, and it was basically, I don't call it a sequel, but I, like a C, I, I, my, myself from playing it, I consider it to be a sequel, uh, of sorts, just with a different cast of characters. Um, they had a lot of unlockables, shit you could buy. It was pretty fun. Very, very, the pro, uh, the replayability of a lot of this game in particular, very high. Um, my buddy John never liked wrestling, and I got him. I hooked him in with no mercy. We played that motherfucker for hours. Mario Party. See, a lot of you guys fucked with Mario Party 2. I never got into that either. It was one of those games that you had to have at least two or three people to have fun, and I just never got into that shit. <clears throat> Bando, Banjo Tahui. Why does that not sound right? Conker's Bad Fur Day was kind of funny. I don't remember playing it. I remember seeing it. Everybody was like, oh, man, he pees, he cusses, he farts. I think that was like a Beavis and Butthead type of... They were trying to follow up with Beavis and Butthead or something like that. Super Smash Brothers never played Super Smash Brothers. Never gave a fuck to play Super Smash Brothers. Paper Mario. I don't remember. I love the concept, but I never played that either. Star Fox. Even back in the day, was that Super Nintendo that originally came out on? Never played that either. Banjo and Kazooie. That is why that sounded funky to me. Because they spelled it wrong. Goldeneye. Everybody loved Goldeneye. I hated Goldeneye because John, John kicked my ass a lot. 
But it was cool when you could get like the few times that you could get like four players playing all at the same time. That was pretty fucking epic. <clears throat> John would have his goddamn hiding spots in the motherfucking bathroom in the facility, you bitch. He'd always be up in the ceiling and shit, and then him and his sniper rifle. Bitch ass. And at this point, I, I think I'd only seen like one goddamn James Bond movie, and it was the uh, Timothy Dalton ones. Legend of Zelda never got in. I really never got into Zelda, man. I just never had the fucking... It was not... That was way out of my wheelhouse. What else did I play for N64 of note? WCW World Tour. That was pretty fucking dope. That was prior to WCW NWO Revenge. Let's see here. Let's see. Let's just go top 100 N64 games. For shits and giggles. Let's see where we end up here. Um, Turok, never played it. Clay Fighter, I thought was dumb as hell. Rush, okay, so this is according to Maxim. You guys remember Maxim? I remember Maxim. Holy shit, I remember Maxim. Um, We always had this fucking creepy clerk that worked at Myers. <laughs> or no, Kroger's. <laughs> it would always fucking give us shit when we bought the new, ep- the new issues of... Uh, of Maxim, or what was the other one? Stuff Magazine. All right, so let's go from the bottom and work our way up. Legend of Zelda, never fucked with it. We got GoldenEye, I played that. Conker's Bad Fur Day, I don't really remember playing that. Maybe. No Mercy, that was my shit. Mario, anything, I didn't fuck with it. Rampage World Tour. Now, that was the... Um, the reboot of the old school arcade slash Nintendo game. That was fucking fun. That was pretty badass. And I think they also brought it out for PlayStation 2, maybe Xbox. That was fucking fun. I like how they they upgraded that particular game. That was fun. Mortal Kombat 4, I remember playing briefly. I remember that you could bring weapons into it. Like, Scorpion had an axe and all this other bullshit. As far as the characters, I was just turned off. It wasn't something that caught my attention. I don't know why. Maybe I was just over... Oh, maybe it was because it was like a 3D game, kind of like like Tekken. Like Tekken is. Mortal Kombat Trilogy. I don't remember fucking with that on 64, but whatever. Uh, Rampage 2. I don't remember that. Excitebike 64. I don't remember that either. South Park. They had South Park Chef's Love Shack, which I believe was for the Sega Dreamcast. I do remember playing that. That was attributed to John. But South Park, I think that was a first-person shooter, if I'm not mistaken. I don't remember a whole lot about that. Let's go check it out. So N64 South Park. Baby. Um, okay. There was South Park Rally. Weird. Okay, so let's see. Oh! Everybody remember South Park Phone Destroyer? Is that new? I want to think I remember that, but I don't. So let's let's go to N64 South Park game. N64. Google, you're starting to fuck with me. and starting to piss me off. All right, so let's bring up some... Uh, here comes an ad. There's nothing more powerful than you. Making your thing happen, doing business on your terms, making a difference, and loving what you do. I don't want to make a difference. I don't love what I'm doing. I'm going down south. I'm going to have myself a time. 
I always loved it when a game based on a show or a movie had that opening. And you wouldn't think you could make their their cut and paste style look crappy, but N64 did it. It looks so fucking awkward. Alright, you had to fight chickens. You had to throw snowballs at chickens. So this went kind of sort of in my wheelhouse once I got acclimated to GoldenEye. And it was fun because it was South Park. That turkey goblin bullshit would get irritating as fuck right now. Let's fast forward a little bit see what we got. I don't remember exactly what the point is. If you just had to eliminate all the turkeys in the level. I don't remember if there was a boss fight to this or not. I, I I I definitely don't think John or I bought this fucking game. Maybe I'll have to fucking ask him to hit him up. Let's see here. I really want to get this motherfucker on, honestly. I want to get this motherfucker's attention and be like, hey, let's talk about video games real quick. But he's a bitch. Y'all motherfuckers ain't ever around. <laughs> it's all good. I don't give a fuck. Whatever. All right, so I think that concludes N64. I don't... I had, like, maybe six core games that I played, and there, you know, once fucking PlayStation 2 came out, that was all she wrote, and I think that's where we left off. No, 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 I'm sorry. GameCube's next. All right, did I make it through this entire list? I wasn't a race car guy. Clay Fighter was just garbage. I thought it was garbage. Uh, Ghosts and Goblins, uh, Chameleon Twist. All right. WrestleMania 2000 was basically the predecessor to No Mercy. Same, same, uh, control scheme, same game engine, different, uh, different cast of characters. Rayman. Yeah. See, they're just, I mean, this hundred, this list of a hundred here, I can't pick out a whole lot that I had. I really don't remember having a whole lot for 64. Uh, Shadowgate was a game that I, me and my mom had played on the original Nintendo, and there was a 64 game version of that. Very, very dry. Very, very dry. It was uh, back in the medieval times. It was puzzle-related. You had to escape and, and do all the, the same kind of shit. The first time I ever printed out a walkthrough from online, and it was like 64 fucking pages long. It had walkthroughs for all the puzzles because that was a hard-ass fucking game. I did beat it. N never played it again. Ever. <laughs> ever, ever. Ever, ever. I couldn't find myself to get rid of it. Isn't it weird? That kind of shit weird weirds me out. Okay, so Nintendo GameCube. I don't want an emulator. I just want the GameCube. And now we're going to go and we're going to talk about top... Nintendo GameCube games of all time. The Nintendo GameCube, uh, this was something my buddy John also bought. We hung on a lot during and after high school. I think I mentioned this at one point. His dad thought we were a gay couple. We kind of played it up a little bit. Couldn't commit. You know, we weren't trying to fucking grope each other or make out or nothing in front of him. <sighs> Nowadays, you know. Anything's possible. All right, so the Nintendo GameCube was cool because it was, in fact, a cube. It was purple, 
The the control scheme was all kinds of fucked up. You had two analog sticks, and then you had one, two, three, four buttons on the face of the controller, and then was it one one button up top on both sides? So uh, it was the first console to use optical discs instead of ROM cartridges, and they were like the little they were the little tiny. They're so goddamn cute. They were so cute. Full-size fucking game boxes, but they were little tiny discs. It was a fucking trip. Um, and then they, they came out with the Wii, like, in 2006, and they just completely said, fuck the GameCube. We're not going to do all this bullshit. It was cool. One thing I will give Nintendo is that their, uh, the ability to use GameCube controllers on the Wii was pretty fucking awesome. Um... Let's see. Was there anything super remarkable about it? I don't remember. That was another system I don't remember having a whole lot of games for. I did buy it twice. I sold it and then bought it again because something else had come out. So let's go with the Nintendo GameCube, the best 100 GameCube games of all time. But first, first we're going to go ahead and do uh, some commercial bullshit. Not bullshit, but you know how it goes. So, yeah. Dad, were we robbed? No, what are you talking about? Well, what happened to that old fridge? That broken TV and all those boxes? Oh, Curtis came and got it. You know, Tactical Trash Out? I thought he did the lawn care. Yeah, but not anymore. Tactical Trash Out is servicing homes in a completely different way. Getting rid of all that old junk and clutter people have in their garage, their attics, their basement. Whatever you need to get rid of, call Tactical Trash Out. Awesome! What's his number again? Tactical Trash Out, 517-395-3628. Are you starting a new business and you need an eye-catching logo? Are you working on a big project for the office and you just can't nail that artwork? Perhaps you've written the next best-selling kids' book, but you can't draw. With that deadline rapidly approaching, it sounds like you might need a miracle. So let Chimera Design be the answer to your prayers. Chimera Design works with all mediums and specializes in all kinds of artwork. From logos, t-shirt design, book covers, children's book illustration, board game and card game design, and more. There's really no job too big or too small, because Chimera Design can do it all. So if you have an idea, let Chimera Design get to work for you. Email brianritson at gmail.com. That's brian, R-I-T-S-O-N, at gmail.com. Or find Chimera Design on Facebook. Chimera Design, let them get to work for you. My Nerdvana Toys and Collectibles, Jackson, Michigan's one-stop shop for nerds of all ages. Do they have Funkos? They got you. Super 7? They got you. What about Mezco? Mezco, Hasbro, McFarlane, My Nerdvana Toys and Collectibles has got you covered. Whether you're just starting your collection or expanding a current toy hoard, My Nerdvana's professionals will hook you up. My Nerdvana Toys and Collectibles. Find them on Facebook. In-person shopping by appointment only. Back at it again. So we're talking about Nintendo GameCube. Uh, I don't remember having an extensive library for the Nintendo GameCube. Oh, man. Well, let's go over some of the ones that I do remember. So right off the bat, John had picked this up, brought it home from Target. I remember it was like it was yesterday. And he started playing games like Luigi's. This was one of the first games I remember having Luigi be the, the main character, not pulling up the second to, to Mario. I bet that made Luigi feel pretty fucking good. 
good for him too. But yeah, Luigi's was it Luigi's Mansion or Luigi's mi Mario's missing something like that. Hold on, now I'm all fucked up. Nintendo GameCube, Luigi, Luigi's Mansion. That's what I thought. Okay, and it was cool. It was cool to see Luigi get the comeuppance instead of playing the number two all the fucking time. I don't remember playing it. I remember that John bought it. That's about it. Um, the graphics were pretty insane. I thought they were smooth. They were crispy. Sound was pretty dope. And it all came from like these little itty bitty discs, man. Again, I was never a sports guy, so I can't really reminisce on any of the sports games that came out for GameCube. Let's see here. And this is just a comprehensive list that somebody else fucking made. I fucking hate people. Stealth Rush's top 100 favorite GameCube games. Man, y'all need to go the fuck outside. Retro Dodo. I mean, then how do how do some of y'all come up with 100 of the best games and then some of you guys stop at 70? <laughs> That's just an odd number to stop for a, a top, top list. Uh, all right, so I'm 10 deep into this guy's list and I don't recognize anything that I owned. I don't recognize anything that I saw on the shelves. So this is probably going to be quick and to the point. Mario Kart, I don't remember playing Mario Kart. Soul Calibur 2 was interesting because at this point, this is when you started fucking with like the, the elite gamers. So you had Nintendo 64, you had GameCube, and then you had placed right? Is that right? Or you had Dreamcast. I think you had Sega, you had Nintendo, and you had PlayStation. And this game came out, and you had the opportunity, like, each console had their very own specific uh, exclusive character. I think the PlayStation had Spawn, Xbox had, who did Xbox have? Heihachi, I think, and then I think Nintendo had Link. Never played it, never got that far into it. But that was pretty cool. Um... All right, so let's just go back to where I remember. SSX Tricky was one of the first games that I remember playing on the GameCube, and I got fucking hooked. I'm looking at a Ninja Turtle game. Don't worry, I didn't fuck with that. It does not get my seal of approval here. Mario Party was another game. Like I said, I never fucked with that. Sega Soccer Slam. I think I saw it. Never got a chance to play it. Ugh, Wario World. Tennis. I think it, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I want to think I played it, but I didn't invest a whole lot of time. I definitely did not buy it. That game, that that list fucking sucks. Thanks a lot. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, 100 classic GameCube games. Here we go. So 1080, Avalanche. I think this was another game that was made popular in the arcades. Came to the GameCube. Never played it. Burnout. These are racing games. And then, like, your typical your typical Nintendo games. So, you had Mario. You had Donkey Kong. Crash Bandicoot. So, I don't know how the fuck that worked. How the fuck did that work being on GameCube? He's a PlayStation guy. And that's, a, that's one of those things where I just don't fuck around. And I just, like, I get a goddamn brain hemorrhage trying to figure out how 
they bring Sonic and Crash Bandicoot to Nintendo. Uh, There's some more bullshit. I remember John playing Metroid Prime. That was pretty cool to watch. A lot of these games, I just watched him play. NBA Street. I want to think I probably rented that. Resident Evil 4. Okay, Resident Evil 4. That was a game that I rented, played five minutes, got stuck, quit. And quit. Because, I mean, you were more, you were kind of forced to utilize the knife and melee attacks rather than your ammo. Which was smart. But I was not ready for that bullshit. Um, Star Wars Bounty Hunter, I think I remember playing, but it just wasn't it wasn't what I was expecting, I guess. Super Mario Sunshine. This list sucks ass too. This is bullshit. I just I wish I could remember all the games that I fucking had. Um, let's go to IGN, see what they say. Super Mario Sunshine, Paper Mario, Metroid Prime. I don't remember any of these fucking games. Like I said, again, I'm a wrestling guy. So we're going to talk about the wrestling games that I had on GameCube. I think it was the wrestling game that brought me back to GameCube a second time. Never had Soul Calibur. Resident Evil 4, uh, once I got acclimated to how that was playing, I kicked that game's ass several fucking times in a row. It was cool because every time you beat it, you would unlock something else. Like, uh, who's the little girl? Cindy or Cindy Lou Who or whatever. And you could have, like, uh, a suit of armor. So when one of those fucking mummy motherfuckers picked her up, tried to carry her off, they had to drop her because she was so heavy. That was pretty shit. That was pretty awesome. Um, Shit like uh, Gatling Gun. Those were always an incentive to play a game over and over again. Uh, Legend of Zelda, The Wind Walker. This is something I would really appreciate having John with uh, John on with because you know I know that they did some kind of a reboot with Resident Evil, which scared the fucking piss out of me. Because if I'm not mistaken, or was that Resident Evil Zero? I don't remember. I know there was one Resident Evil where you had to burn the fucking bodies because they could reanimate after you shot them in the head and they would come through the door and shit at you. That was something I was ill-prepared for, motherfuckers. Ill-prepared for. Don't worry, we're going to get to the other games that I have played. Um, What is this? Oh, 100 greatest video games of all time. That ain't that ain't my wheelhouse, bro. We're not, we're not there yet. Uh... Games of all time for GameCube. 50. You guys aren't giving me much to work with. 70. Wait a minute. The 70 best GameCube games of 2023. They don't make them anymore. How could your list go that far? It's already fucking 8 p.m. What the hell? Pool of Paradise. Man, if you bought a goddamn game just to play pool... Sad individual you are. I do remember playing quite a f- uh, quite a few pool games on the computer, and I think on the phone. Whoa, they had a Harry Potter game on. Fuck! Wow, that's fucking nuts. All right, cool. Um, then they had their own variations of fucking Crash and Sonic games. That still blows my mind, man. All right, Darius, what else do you remember about GameCube? Because I'm tired of fucking with these lists. Be perfectly honest. Okay, so I remember briefly there was a sequel, 
I don't even think it was a sequel. It was just another game brought out with the 007 name on it. And I think it was like Tomorrow Never Dies. It wasn't Nightfire. It had to have been Die Another Day? No, that ain't it. What came out after that? Rogue, Agent Under Fire, that ain't it. It, I don't know. There was a there was a James, another James Bond. It to me it didn't play as good as uh, game as the Golden Eye. So shortly after that, I sold it back. That was like really quick when I would sell games back to GameStop or wherever. We had like a little hobby shop that was also in Jackson that I went to. Got less money than they were worth. You know how that goes. So yeah, there was Resident Evil. Came out in twenty or two thousand two. Um, it's a remake of the nineteen ninety six PlayStation game, the first installment of the Resident Evil series. Okay, cool. And then there was Resident Evil Zero, so it was the prequel to Resident Evil nineteen ninety six. I don't remember a whole lot about this. It was just like zombies, herbs, and puzzles. You know, there was one that scared the fuck out of me. As you went on those Resident Evil games, man, they stopped fucking with you. They stopped fucking with playing with kid gloves, and they just sent you to the zombies or the wolves, so to speak. Oh, uh, man, I don't understand how I didn't go outside enough to know any of these fucking games. They had a Resident Evil 2 for GameCube? Seriously? Don't remember that. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember them ever coming out with a Resident Evil 2 for GameCube. Anyway, Pokemon, nope. Mega Man, nope. Nope. Spider-Man, nope. Tony Hawk, nope. Mario, nope. Prince of Persia, nope. I think I fucked with Prince of Persia once, and that was on PlayStation, if I'm not mistaken. Super Monkey Ball, get the fuck out of here. Time Splitters. So, oh! There we go. Thank you. It only took me like an hour to get through this. Simpsons Hit and Run. That was a game that I had on the GameCube. I want to think maybe I had it on PlayStation 2 as well, but I'm not positive. I do know for a fact that I had it on GameCube. Many hours unlocking all the characters, and then there was a little hack where you could go and to the system settings and change the date according to like a holiday or whatever like that, and you'd have different skins uh, costumes and cars for certain characters. That was my shit. That's another game that definitely needs a fucking remake or a reboot or a re-release of some sort. I don't know what it's going to take to get that, but we need it desperately. I think it came out in 2003. Man, that was the shit. I'll never say a bad word about The Simpsons hit and run, man. That was one of my favorites. Um, Luigi, Mario Kart, Rogue... Rogue Squadron, nope. Animal Crossing, holy shit. Animal Crossing went back that far? Crazy. Uh, then we got Eternal Darkness, Legend of Zelda, don't Super Smash Brothers, didn't fuck with it. Resident Evil 4, Simpsons Hit and Run. SSX Tricky was one that I fucked with quite a bit. That was one of those fun, that was a fun-ass game. Let me see if I can pull this up on YouTube really quick and get you guys some gameplay. Um, SSX Tricky GameCube. Why did they... 
gameplay. So this was one that me and my buddy John, we would compete all the time trying to get the highest score. Who could pull off the most tricks? Who could pull off the wickedest tricks? Who could walk away with the best score at the end of the level? And we would restart over and over again. It was insane. We wasted a lot of fucking time playing this game, uh, restarting all this shit. This is as close as you're ever going to get me on a fucking ski slope because I'm black and I don't fuck with shit like that. I have in the back of my head like the idea that I would fucking fuck around and go off track and just plunge off a cliff. Like the K-12, old school, if you know, you know. I do like the ridiculously awesome cast of characters that they had. They had this guy with a fucking Jufro. Um, and then they had this one guy uh, called Simon. He had a spiky haircut. You could change outfits. You could change boards. You could have upgrades to certain degrees. It was a really fucking fun game. They came out with a sequel. Years later, I want to think they put it out on PlayStation as well. And it just wasn't. It didn't play. It didn't. It wasn't as smooth. It didn't play as crispy. But yeah, man, we used to fuck with this so bad. Like you could knock people off their fucking board, do flips and ollies and spinneroonies and all kinds of crazy shit. You would have super moves. We'd have to build up your tricky mode, your tricky meter or whatever, and pull off an epic, an epic trick. That was really badass. Doing the tricks were even more important than winning the fucking race. We didn't give a fuck. Uber tricks. Hell yeah. On the GameCube, you would utilize that Z button quite a bit. That was a fucking fun time, man. This is a fun time for fucking video games. Alright, so as I mentioned, hit and run with The Simpsons, Resident Evil 4, SSX Tricky, and then I have to move on. I can't not talk about... Um, the WWF games that came out for GameCube. WrestleMania 18, I believe, was the first one. And that was pretty cool for what it was. But I think it was Day of Reckoning that came out that upped the ante for me. WrestleMania 18 was really cool. It was, wasn't so cool as far as playing against my buddy John because that little motherfucker... Get his ass beat by me in a wrestling game. I mean, you're going to be pissed off about it, right? <laughs> you're going to be pissed off about it, right? So we are playing a ladder match. And the ladder match, for those of you who aren't inclined for professional wrestling because it's fake and gay and queer and they're in spandex, there's a ladder in the middle of the ring. There's a championship belt in, you know, suspended above. And whoever gets up the ladder and grabs it first is the winner. Naturally, I was the winner. But before I reached the top and pulled the belt down, John hit the power button. Like, what kind of fucking asshole bullshit is that? Salty-ass motherfucker. You soft-mouthed bitch. Soft-mouthed bitch. La, 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 la. Um, this featured wrestlers like uh, Kevin Nash, Rikishi, Hulk Hogan, Scott Hall... Still playing fucking SSX Tricky in the background. Holy shit. Jack Specific. This was also a THQ title. Uh, Landstorm, The Rock. 
Chris Jericho, Steve Austin, Kevin Nash, Triple H. And it just progressively, they just, they slowly merged from the style of WCW, NWO Revenge into what would become like the SmackDown or the WWE 2K games now. I, if I had to go back and do it all over again, I would prefer these games, the GameCube, THQ games. There was another one called uh, Day of Reckoning 2, I think, which was one that made me rebuy. Rebuy the GameCube the second time. I'm trying to think of the mode that it had. Where you could fight like, you could fight off like generic enemies. They weren't professional wrestlers. They were just like random thugs, like the Batman games or whatever, like that, or a Double Dragon. But it was a wrestling game, and you'd use wrestling moves and steel chairs and such. That was a fucking fun ass game. I'm seeing a lot of familiar faces and having like a time warp type of type of thing going on. That was a good time to be a fucking wrestling fan, in my, my opinion. Goddamn GameCube was my shit. Um, obviously, it didn't last, last very long. You know, then uh, Nintendo came out with the Nintendo Wii after that. Where did I start off? Or where did I go from there? Uh, looks like we went to the PlayStation 2. And this journey, man, I followed John. I mean, I would have followed John into hell in regards to video games, you know. That was, uh, he was the guy I would test games and systems on to see if I wanted to fucking buy them or not. So the PlayStation 2 came out in October of 2000, okay? Now, John and I both did not get these upon release. We were still rocking pretty hard. I think John did have a Sega Dreamcast for a short period of time. I don't remember all the games. I only had, like, uh... Soul Calibur, Chef's Love Shack. That's honestly all I remember about that. But eventually, he would get a PlayStation 2. I was only a few months behind him. But one of the first games that he bought was Grand Theft Auto Vice City. And this was my introduction to the Vice, to the Grand Theft Auto series. I had heard about it. I heard about it being like a computer game. Uh, I want to think like different things I'd heard about. It was like a text-based game, but you could sell drugs, fuck hookers, kill people, run people over, kind of, you know, kind of shit. And it, it seemed intriguing. Uh, for the longest time, it was like one of those top-view type games. And I'm like, that's just kind of fucking dumb. You know, Vice City came out, and it completely rocked my world, man. I don't even know where to start talking about. This is, I think this is the one the system that I spent the most time on. Top. Oh, man. You guys want to fuck around with top 500 games for PlayStation? Holy shit. All right. So, uh, Grand Theft Auto, Vice City. That opened me up into a whole new world, man. Just that that third-person style of gameplay. You could drive, doing missions, killing people, setting people on fire. You had the fucking radio blaring. Not to mention the soundtrack was all 80s. That's my shit, man. If they they fix the mechanics and they reboot that bitch all day, I, I think there would probably be a grand total of five games I would have in my library if that were to ever happen. It won't, so I just have the memories. 
So let's go and talk about some of the best PlayStation 2 games of all time, according to these nutsacks. Uh, what was different about PlayStation 2 than PlayStation? Load times were a lot better. There was, uh, it was black. <laughs> black is always better, right? It was smaller. It was quiet. Um, still wired up. Were there any accessories that I fucked with? I think PlayStation 2 is also the debut of when I got my hands on Guitar Hero, and I think that might have been for everybody. I think that might have been the debut for everybody, no? Let's check it out. So, Guitar Hero. That first came out in November 2005, okay? PlayStation 2, 360, PlayStation 3, Wii, Windows. Uh, maybe we'll get there, maybe we won't. Don't give a fuck. All right, so Grand Theft Auto 3 completely skipped over that. I think they re-released uh, Resident Evil 4, which I picked up and played the fuck out of. We're not going to talk too much about Grand Theft Auto San Andreas because that was a goddamn headache. Was anybody else like very violated, felt very violated by San Andreas? I did. That motherfucking mission with the RC planes. It was such a long fucking time. Like I read through the entire book, had the walkthrough book and all that shit. It was a very long time before I got through that goddamn game. And I didn't feel very fulfilled. I went back to my Nintendo days where it was just, congratulations, you uh, you saved the ghetto. Fuck off. Uh, another game of note for me is God of War, man. Like, that's my shit. That, like, is hardcore my shit. This was another game that was uh, recommended by Seaman Williams. <laughs> that's a story for another fucking pod, but Mike Seaman Williams. He told me about this. This is back when he worked at Circuit City. Who remembers fucking Circuit City? Jesus Christ, man. Our town's gone to shit. But uh, I rented it on a whim, and I loved it because it was a third-person hack-and-slash type game, and I always loved that kind of game. It was super uh, straightforward to the point. You had save spots, so I didn't have to sit there and immerse myself. I could play through a checkpoint, come back, go to work, do my thing, play a little bit more. Um, God of War, the sequel, was also pretty damn good. I think they came out with the SSX game. I think they came out with the SSX version for PlayStation and just wasn't the same. Disappointed. The wrestling games got a little bit better. Soul Calibur was another game. Soul Calibur 2. What are some other games I fucked with? Oh, wrestling games like a motherfucker. Mortal Kombat. What came out for Mortal? What came out in regards to Mortal Kombat and PlayStation 2? Uh, the, well, the, you know, the games of note really, it boils down to Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto and SmackDown games. The wrestling SmackDown games. Ooh, I just went, went, went past uh, a game called Bully which I mentioned to Will last week, I believe that Bully, which came out from Rockstar, was Rockstar's apology to all the parents and teachers and uh, all the uptight motherfuckers out there who were so horrified by the, the, the efforts of the game Manhunt. That's still a top. That's a gem. That's a fucking top 10 gem right there, man. Just you get in the, the plastic bag and you're fucking punching the guy in his kidneys and then you're fucking breaking his neck. Splitting his fucking throat open with a, a shard of glass. Amazing. Stress relief like a son of a bitch. 
And then, then we got Bully. <laughs> never played it. Never looked appealing to me at all. I mean, you were, you were, I think you're British, right? You're in like a goddamn uh, boarding school or some shit. Never got into any of the racing games. Never got into Kingdom Heart. Oh, here we go. Okay, so was it 2003 or was it 2004? The one and only time I really immersed myself in a, uh, in a sports game. And it was on a whim. Nobody else I knew had it. It was, now I want to make sure this is the right one before I get into it. NHL. I never watched hockey. I didn't have a favorite hockey team or any of that bullshit. So let's see if I can come up with the, all right, it's not going to give me the soundtrack. That would help a great deal. So I make sure I have the right one. There we go. Um, but I played this fucking hardcore. So NHL 2003. Spotify, I will know it by one goddamn song. There it is. Can we play it? There we go, baby. All the other all the other ones I don't remember at all. Papa Roach, holy shit. Okay, yeah, I remember this one too. Good shit. Yeah, this was my jam. This game was my fucking jam. Um, I played as, it wasn't the Houston Oilers, or was it the Houston Oilers? God damn it, now I gotta look up the fucking goddamn teams. It was a Canadian team, all I know. Calgary Flames, that wasn't it. NHL 2003 teams, there we go. Let's see if I can find it out. Um, I played as Chelios. I remember that was one of the motherfuckers on that goddamn 2003 teams PS2. All right, game. This is so fucking stupid. Doesn't have the roster anyway. It doesn't matter. I played with one of the Edmonton Oilers, I think, is my team. How many Canada, how many Canadian teams are there? It wasn't the Flames. Um, Canadian... NHL teams. There we go. This will help. What are the NHL, the Canadian teams? Okay, so Toronto Maple Leafs, that wasn't it. Canucks, no. It was the Edmonton Oilers by process of elimination. Okay, so let me go with the Edmonton Oilers and see who I played. Uh, Wayne Gretzky? No, that ain't it. Fuck, I don't remember who the fuck I played as. It was a Canadian team. It wasn't the Can- It wasn't the Senators. God damn, Toronto Maple Leafs. That wasn't it. Doesn't matter. Oh, ah, uh, wasn't the Canucks. I want to think it was the Oilers, man. If I had to go, if I had to go with it, it would be the Oilers. Let's see, Houston Oilers, or no, the Edmonton Oilers. Oilers roster in 2003. There we go. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. <laughs> this is why I need a fucking uh, a goddamn wingman to help me out here. Um, But that was a fucking fun game for me. Okay, Brewer, there we go. Chimera. Chimera illustration and design, fuck yeah. Um... 
Moreau, I remember him. Rita, Salo, <laughs> Semenov. <laughs> uh, you guys are perverts. Um, Torres, Hemsky, Moreau, I remember those. Steos, Brewer. I think Brewer was the guy I played with the most. He was my star player. Oates, Ulyanov. There we go. Sarno, Ferguson, Reasoner. There we go. All right, good shit. Who are the goalies? Sallow, I think, or Valaquette was the guy I used the most. Good shit. Anyway, I played the fuck out of that game. So hardcore, and then I tried to actually watch hockey. Couldn't keep up with it. I just couldn't. It was bullshit. I don't understand, like, the commentators, how you can keep track of who's got the fucking puck. It's just, like, itty-bitty, right? And you got these big-ass burly motherfuckers with all these pads and shit. It's fuck that, man. I'd hate to be a a commentator for that shit. Um, SmackDown came out for the PlayStation. (sighs) Again, I mean, I guess it's subjective whether they increased, whether it got better or got worse. You can go back, just type in YouTube wrestling games over the, the course of 30 years, and you can see how they improved and, I guess, diminished at the same time. Um... Mercenaries, I think I played that for a hot second. A lot of these games were just rents. I don't remember buying a whole lot. Lego Star Wars Trilogy. Now, did I have that for PlayStation, or was that in the Xbox days? I don't remember. Okay, Splashdown, NASCAR. Warriors was another game that I played that was uh, Rockstar. I still have, to this day, have not seen the movie all the way through. I know a lot of the vital scenes. I get the, the gist of the movie. You know, I probably wouldn't get into it now. Uh, later on, they came out with Raw versus Smack or SmackDown versus Raw. Um, you could start doing shit like you could be your own general manager. You could run pay per views. You could schedule shows. You could make your uh, make your roster however the fuck you wanted to. Resident Evil Code Veronica never played that. Prince of Persia. I think I watched a lot of gameplay on this shit, but I can't. There was nothing. There isn't a whole lot on this list of note. Here we go. I take that back. Def Jam Vendetta. If you motherfuckers have never played Def Jam Vendetta, then you are missing the fuck out. I'll tell you what. Um, Def Jam Vendetta was basically like the WWE, uh, NWO, Revenge. But you had famous rappers, famous personalities associated with Def Jam Records. So you had Method Man, you had Red Man, you had Fat Joe, DMX, Ludacris. It was a fucking amazing game, man. If I had to put that up against... So if you had to line up all these wrestling games that I have been affiliated with my entire 42 fucking years, um, Def Jam Vendetta would be in the top three. Easy. And there was also a sequel, Def Jam Fight for New York. Man, I, I implore you guys to fucking go to YouTube and check this shit out. All right, there was three Def Jam games. The third one absolutely blew ass, but I loved it either way. Excuse me, Def Jam Vendetta. Um, yeah, go, go and check it out, man. This, is to me, is what a fucking wrestling game needs to be, where you'd have a lot of known names, known wrestlers, known players, known characters, or whatever. And then you'd have a plethora of just generic guys. 
which is what this brought in. There was a lot of generic fucking named characters in here. Let's get rid of the GameCube, get rid of N64. We're still talking about the best games of the PlayStation era. PlayStation 2 era, rather. Off-road, never played it. SOCOM, didn't get into that. Call of Duty, didn't fuck with that. Tomb Raider, I don't remember fucking with that very much. A lot of, you know, I, I stayed in my comfort zone, man. It was If it wasn't a fighting game, it was a wrestling game. If it wasn't a wrestling game, I borrowed it from somebody else or watched them play. And if I was inclined, I would fucking check it out. Fatal Frame, that was an un, um, a very uh, un, appre- underappreciated gem. That was like one of those Japanese horror-type fucking survival games where you were just armed with a camera. Uh, I got pretty far in that game. No walkthroughs or anything like that, but ran out of film. So I got stuck, and I refused to fucking start that kind of bullshit over again. Mortal Kombat Deception was a game that I skipped the fuck over because I feel like it was a different game altogether. It wasn't my normal Mortal Kombat. I was not, not at all inclined to play that. NFL Street... I want to think I rented it and wasn't really impressed with it. Got frustrated with it. I didn't give a whole lot of sports games much attention. War of the Monsters was kind of cool. Hitman, I started fucking with that a little bit. That and Max Payne, because how could you not? Payne, fuck with Max Payne. It was a trip. Uh, Didn't do any of the fantasy games at all. Def Jam Vendetta, like I said, man. Go and check it out right now on YouTube. Gameplay and just check it out. Very reminiscent to the WCW NWO Revenge games. Deadly Alliance. I want to think that I played these games because I remember some of the characters. I remember specifically there one being called What Up Darius. Uh fucking Tekken Tekken 4? Maybe I played with Tekken 4. I don't remember. A lot of those, a lot of those fighting games are kind of a blur. NHL 2003, that was my shit, man. Man, that was my shit. Never played proper hockey, never got on, uh, uh, never watched hockey. You know what I mean? I celebrated with all my classmates back in the day, the many a times that the Red Wings won the Stanley Cup and shit, but, you know, I didn't, I didn't get into it. It's hard to fucking follow. It's hard to follow sports in general, you know what I mean? When you're watching on a fucking TV screen and everything's zoomed out, you don't know who the fuck has the ball, you know? But, yeah, it was a fucking fun-ass goddamn game. Uh, Liberty, Seri- Liberty City Stories. That was back when they came out with PSP, right? Because I don't remember this motherfucker. Um, Simpsons Hit and Run. That's another one. I don't remember. I know I had it on GameCube, but I don't remember if I went and bought it for the PlayStation as well. Either way, it was a fun fucking game. Fuck you if you say different. Lego. Okay, Alien Hominid. I remember Andy Lockwood. What up, Andy? He, uh, well, shut fuck you, man. You just told me you didn't watch my show. You're a bad friend. No, I'm just kidding. We're all busy. It's all good, man. When do you get a chance? But I do remember borrowing this game from him. Fast-paced 2D side-scroller. Um, I don't think I gave it a whole lot of attention. I was sucked into God of War and God of War 2. Fire Pro Wrestling Returns. Okay, now I heard a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of shit about this game, and uh, I picked it up at, was it Walmart? Was it Walmart? But I checked it out. It was probably like 1999, 
and it did not play like the the games that I was used to. You know, it didn't have the grapple system. It was more of a time-based type of game. Got frustrated really quickly, and I think I gave it to Fake Up Lawrence. Um, now I'll fuck you up. I'll fuck you up on that goddamn game. It was, uh, there's a lot of custom, there's almost limitless customization with that game. And that game goes way back to, like, Nintendo, you know. So the original pro wrestling, I think I mentioned this to Joe McIntyre. What up, Joey? Um, it's, that was like a predecessor. That was uh, uh, the gameplay, the control scheme, very reminiscent of old school pro wrestling. Where you didn't have a button to lock up, you just kind of like crossed, you kind of like got close to each other. And you locked up, and it was all based on your your timing more than anything else. It wasn't, if you were into button mashing, that's not going to help you in that game. MTV Music Generator was a good idea. Didn't get very far in that. This is where around the time I started fucking around with Fruity Loops. Any of you aspiring rappers or music producers know what I'm talking about. It was not not very good. Um, EverQuest, Monster Rain. Oh, here's another great one. True Crime, Streets of L.A. Uh, it's the deepest combination of driving, fighting, and shooting ever burned into one game. Take the role of rogue EOD operative Nick Kang, assigned to the task of taking out merciless Russian and Chinese crime syndicates, uh, plaguing the city of An- uh, Angeles. The action is nonstop, and you can never repeat the same mission twice as you play through a branching storyline that takes you across 250 square miles, accurately recreated Los Angeles. That was a fucking great game. It had a great game. It had an awesome soundtrack. Uh, it looks like they gave it a 7.8, and I gave it an 8. Yeah, so that's pretty accurate. It wasn't perfect, but it was definitely up there. It, it definitely reminded me a lot of... Uh, I don't want to say it reminded me of Grand Theft Auto because I don't remember jacking cars, but like the combination of fighting, shooting, driving, that was that's a pretty fucking dope-ass game. I dare say that PlayStation 2 was probably, um, probably my favorite system, even to this day. The Suffering was one that was really fucked up because I was at the peak of my fucking crazy imagination. You're basically uh, a horror genre game. Third-person action-adventure game set in the mature and gritty world of a maximum security prison. And you start seeing crazy shit, man. I didn't get very far in that. It was time to take it back. I definitely did not buy it, and I'm glad. Um, Gun. Never got around to playing Gun. NFL Blitz started coming out. I think I rented it and didn't really get super hardcore. And a lot of these games are like multiplayer or two-player game. And it's always funner, more fun to play with a second person. I never got my sister into it. Cunt. Cunt. Bard's Tale was one I started trying to get into. Um, One man of his own, a poet and a rogue with no friends to speak of. No one to mourn his passing. Should it come to that? I like it already. Even those beside him... All right, it got pretty decent ratings. I don't think I was ready for the whole uh, RPG, if that's what it was. Um, SmackDown, just bring it. I got it. Manhunt, got it. Manhunt was my shit, man. I don't give a shit. It was awesome. 
They tried to re-release. They tried to uh, release a uh, sequel to that. Nowhere near as awesome. Godfather. I think I rented that, but it still had at that point not seen the show. I was still in the middle of The Sopranos. Um, I know they came out with a Scarface game that was pretty dope. It reminded me a little bit of Grand Theft Auto. Uh, the Suffering came out with a sequel. Don't remember that much. Legacy of Kane. Again, that's a game I remember playing, but I didn't play much. If John had it, I borrowed it. The Sims started becoming a thing. Man, it's already fucking 8.30, and we're already goddamn almost two hours deep in this bitch. Thanks for sticking with me, guys, if you guys are still listening. Definitely ain't watching, but I appreciate you either way for your for your patronage. And speaking of your patronage, I'm going to go ahead and pause for a second. Go to patreon.com, search up the podcast of pain in the search creator bar. Um, A dollar, three dollars, five dollars, whatever. I do have new tiers set up to where I will draw you something. I will take time out of my day and I will draw you something. It's not going to be a Rembrandt. It's not going to be something that you can sell for money later after I'm long gone. I ain't worth shit. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I'll give you my interpretation of a character. If you want, we can uh, get together and we can talk about something that you would want to, to have in your possession as drawn by me. That'd be pretty dope. Um, but yeah, man, all this is going to go to eventually just upgrading. I want to upgrade the, the stream yard shit so I can start playing videos and crap. Um, include no music and just keep us going, man. You know, none of us are making any fucking money off these podcasts. It's just fun. So, but it does cost money and a lot of us are fucking broke as shit right now. So anything, man, it's a dollar, two dollars. We'll give you some extra content. At least I will give you extra content. Uh, my daughter Piper is begging me to do an episode of the podcast, so I think we're going to do a Patreon episode this weekend in regards to Grand Theft Auto. We'll see how that goes. But yeah, so consider. Uh, I also have plenty of t-shirts up on the Public. I don't know where the fucking Public goddamn website has gone to or where the link is specifically. It can go to my account. I can put that in the motherfucking... I can put that in the motherfucking uh, the comments here. Just a second, my storefront. Where are we at? View my storefront. Man, technology. All these websites operate in a different way, and it's just so fucking stressful trying to keep up with it all. Um, I've got a T-shirt, brand new T-shirt, rated E for everyone, because about to offend everyone in this bitch. Of course, we got the D Corona Extra. Man, I see what y'all did on the escape pod. Fuck, fuck you, man. You may have had the idea first, but I executed it first. Get your own shit. Podcast of Pain, we deliver for you. There's three different versions of the USPS. I mean, it looks like the USPS. It ain't the USPS. And then, of course, the uh, the Podcast of Pain shirt. I still need to put up the ghost version of Will on the stickers and the shirts. And then we got the Paniacs up there. Courtesy of Brian Ritson of Chimera Illustration Design. So check that out, man. You know, get a t-shirt. If you guys want, I'll fucking swing it to where I can upload the design again and make it cheap to where it's like 16 bucks rather than $22, which I think is fucking ridiculous for a goddamn t-shirt. But we'll work it out. So here's the link right here. In the comments section. 
put it up there, gonna put it up there, gonna put it up now. There it is, there it is, there it is. Get a t-shirt, cause there it is. Alright, so back to the list of the PlayStation 2 games. Blood Rain, uh, another game that my homie John got me into, man. You're a half-vampire, uh, sworn your life to protect humanity from the supernatural. I thought it was cool, because once she got her boobs hanging out, and she's a vampire. You're stabbing and biting and eating folks. How can you not? Um, let's see, going through the rest of this list. Destroy all humans I didn't fuck with. Until I got a Nintendo Switch, and I still haven't even fucked with it. I like the concept that you're an alien taking over Earth, but I haven't really fucked with it a whole lot. EverQuest, never got into it. Rocky, nope. Destroy All Humans, nope. Rugby, nope. Uh, Need for Speed, that was something I completely skipped the fuck over. Fatal Frame, we just mentioned that a little bit ago. Um, Red Dead Revolver. I did not know... How epic Red Dead anything was going to become later on. But holy shit, did it ever. Um, Dead to Rights. There we go. There was another shooter game that I got into. It was really hard to get me into. I think this was also a third person. I never got into the first person shooter until way later. And I also rate this as an 8. I think it gets a 8.3 on who rated this. Okay, it's favorably reviewed, whatever. Metascore, all right, whatever. It got pretty good reviews. Um, I remember you had to, to entertain a stripper. You know, you had to like, you know, she had to dance for you. You had to do the, the, the keys and shit like that. Let me pull up some gameplay from that game as well. We'll get, we're going to get to, we're going to go ahead and get to some of this shit right now. Uh, what was that? Dead to rights. You had a dog. Huh, you had a dog that would do some of your fucking bidding for you. He would uh, disarm nearby opponents, enemies, whatever, whatever you want to call these. It reminded me a lot of the Punisher, this character. I don't remember much of the story, but it reminded me of the Punisher. Does it have a synopsis? A cop framed for the murder and facing execution makes a, darling, a daring escape, seeks revenge on those who killed his father and set him up. What he discovers sends him down a downward spiral into a labyrinth of corruption, betrayal, and crime. Meet Jack Slate. See, that sounds like the Punisher. What was the Punisher's real name? Jack Slate. I'm going to say Jack Slate. Sounds like the Punisher to me. World Combat Deception. How the fuck did you get on there? Um, Tekken 4. I think I was going to go through the, the character list, but that didn't go. All right. True Crime Streets of LA. That's another good one, man. I want to go back. I want to go back to these times because they were a fun time. Um, I didn't feel so aggravated and tired. NFL Blitz, Shadow Hearts. I never, I never, ever, ever, ever got into any of these Final Fantasy type games, man. It was South Park that brought me out of that, but I will never go back to another style of RPG. Max Payne, I remember playing it, but I'm not, not getting into it super hardcore. The Getaway, <sighs> I don't remember. I had to look, see, I had to look this shit up now, too. I want to think that maybe I did play it for a brief period of time. Uh, PS2, The Getaway. The Getaway. The Getaway. Let's just check out, okay, the full game long play. See, I like some of these hardcore nerds that never go outside and they videotape themselves playing video games. If I could make money off of it, sure. 
Alright, this... This looks like you're over in the UK. Driving. Shooting, driving, getting away from cops. It reminds me a lot of Grand Theft Auto from looking at it. You had a lot of those driver-based missions. I mean, to me, you're never going to beat Grand Theft Auto. I think I played a lot of these fucking games before Grand Theft Auto Vice City came along. Which doesn't really come... Doesn't really sound accurate because I think it was Grand Theft Auto that made me buy the PlayStation in the first place. So I had to have... After beating Grand Theft Auto, I went after all these games. I definitely don't remember beating it, beating these games. All right, so that's Nintendo. Let's keep going with the PlayStation games. Getaway, so I do remember that a little bit. Dragon Ball Z. Um, the Red Star in the groove. Star Wars. No, no. Namco Museum. That was cool for about five minutes. Agent Under Fire, I believe, was the game that I got to rebuy the GameCube. But it was very short-lived. I didn't get into it as much as GoldenEye. <sighs> Stuntman <laughs> sounded kind of intriguing, but it looked dumb as hell. So I skipped the fuck over it. Uh, Star Wars. Guitar Hero Aerosmith. I didn't have it for PlayStation. I did not have it for PlayStation. I believe I had it for 360, but not for PlayStation. I think I waited on uh, Resident Evil Outbreak. Don't remember. Uh, was definitely still not on the bandwagon with, with uh, Harry Potter. Blood Rain 2, I remember playing that a little bit. A lot of these I just kind of like dipped my, dipped my foot in the water and I was like, yeah, no. It's not a wrestling game. It's not Grand Theft Auto. Here we go. Uh, what else do we got going on here? We got... What else we got here? What are you doing? What are you doing? I'll get to it in a minute. People always text me while I'm podcasting. This is bullshit. NFL Street, Dance Dance Revolution. See, I never got into a lot of this shit. Thrillville, Siphon Filter. Don't remember. I don't think I went very far in the Siphon Filter um, catalog. SWAT, Ghost Hunter. A lot of these just completely skipped my... Uh, Path of Neo, I remember playing that for fucking five minutes, doing the whole... I just thought that was fucking dumb. Tony Hawk's Project 8, no. Sims, no. I do remember playing The Sims for the computer, though. That was another computer game that I had. Uh, some fun with. It was fucking funny as shit. You know, getting the wife to fucking cook a meal on the stove, but you had to teach this bitch how to use the stove. Otherwise, she was going to burn the fucking house down. Also, freaking out. House is on fire. House burns down. <laughs> that was hilarious. I wouldn't let the kid go to sleep. I'd keep waking him up, and then he'd piss all over himself and eventually just die. Evil Dead Regeneration. Now, Evil Dead Regeneration, I believe I... Not completely clear on the, the, the timeline because I remember that Andy Lockwood had let me borrow Evil Dead because I had said that I hadn't seen Evil Dead before. And it was cool as fuck because it came in the 
Necronomicon DVD case. Um, but Regeneration came out. I don't really remember why. I mean, you know, it wasn't like they were doing some kind of revival of Evil Dead. It just kind of came out. I know they had a fistful of boomsticks. This came out, bought it right off the bat. And it was fun as shit because you had like a little uh, little deadite goblin that would run around. I believe it was voiced by Ted Raimi. Sam Raimi's the guy that did Evil Dead. Ted Raimi's his brother who you will see a lot in his uh, in his films. But yeah, that was cool. You could fucking kick his ass and the, the, the zombie deadite whatever could possess your enemies or ride the tops of your enemies. That was pretty fucking dope. I liked the, the gameplay of that. Um, that was another THQ, man. Another THQ game. THQ was very high on my list thanks to those wrestling games. Um, we're gonna have to go we're gonna have to go to YouTube and check out some fucking gameplay from that before we take off and, and dive into the next game console. Um, let's see. Dead regeneration PS2. Alright, so uh, we're gonna keep on cruising to these games here. That's NES, that's PlayStation. Where's the list that I started out with? Oh fuck, did I get rid of it? I totally got rid of it. God damn it. Motherfucking pus bucket. Um, top 500 PS2 games. Maybe I'll get it. Get lucky. No. Every PlayStation 2 game, that ain't going to work. <laughs> God damn it. All right, that ain't going to fucking work. I'm, I'm just lost now. Uh, let's see. Top... PS2 game list. Man, that fucking pisses me off. I don't remember a whole lot about that, but let's say fuck it, man. We're going to close out the PS2 chapter of this podcast, and we're going to go take a look at some of the gameplay, some of these games that I did pull up. Uh, we're going to start with Evil Dead Regeneration. Long play, walkthrough, good shit. In the meantime, it looks like we got uh, Melina June's Oh, man. Melina June's uh, sixth grade report card. Term three. A plus in writing. That's my girl. Fuck yeah. Mathematics, she got. She went from a D plus to a C. Much, much improved. We're very proud of you. Definitely didn't expect to get, you know, A's on the, on everything. But she did. She went from, uh, she got an A minus in science a in social studies. Good shit. And then I I just I fucking hate how this motherfucking how it's coded. Okay, so consistently and independently meets and exceeds and she got mostly all fours. Good shit. Meet standards as far as okay, good shit. We're going to have to buy her a puppy. I'm not Good shit. I'm proud of her. All right. Evil Dead, Regeneration, um, PlayStation 2. And yeah, you know what I mean? Like I, I was not, I never got introduced to uh, Evil Dead like everybody else did back in the day. This was something that happened 2004, 2003. And then I'm not sure exactly when this game came out. 2000, does it show? 
Bruce Campbell, Ted Ramey as Sam. There we go. 2005 is when it came out. Loading, please wait. That, wait a minute. Okay, all right. Don't ask me what the storyline is. It has Ash. Uh, you start out with a gun. He does not have the, the... Oh, my God. My fucking allergies are kicking my fucking ass. My eyes are itchy as fuck. You know, 10 to 1 says that hurt. But it was a fun, um, it was, an, a, again, it was another fun hack and slash game once you got the chainsaw. You had all kinds of deadites, skulls, and demons and shit you had to fight. Suck on that. You had to collect souls for your energy. Who's the big man now? Yeah, so go check that out, man. Evil Dead Regeneration. PlayStation 2 walkthrough. Um, graphics aren't nothing to fucking really, you know, uh, glow to brout, but for the time, it was pretty dope. Now we're going to take a look at, uh, Dead, oh, no, 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 I don't think I played the sequel to that. Dead Right, Dead to Rights 1, PlayStation 2 walkthrough. You guys remember memory cards? Holy shit, what a shit show that was. And then you can only save so many fucking games on that bitch, and you have to go get another one. And maybe you would have two different save games, like two Mortal Kombats on two different, you know, because you had a different path you chose for this one. <clears throat> is that Blade? Why does that homie look like Blade? Alright. There's a lot of credits, man. There's like eight minutes of fucking credits. Okay, so Shadow, you could auto-target and you could send him to attack uh, some of your enemies. Which is very helpful. Is this still on? There we go. Sounded a little weird. Um, walk through part one. Okay, and then you could also do shit like picking, picking locks. Why is that fucking sound goddamn weird now? Do I need to turn the motherfucking mic up or talk louder? There we go. Um, and then you could pick locks. Which Keith Lehman... No, is that Lehman's terms or is that the backyard TARDIS guy that does the locksmithing? I get you all motherfuckers confused. All you guys look alike to me. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I've never tried to lock pick other than... On video games, so I don't know how accurate that system is. You might want to be careful with those kind of accusations. The fucking owns a whole team of lawyers. The animations were just fucking ridiculous. Don't do anything stupid, Slate. Justice may not be smart. He looks like Perez. I was about to do something real stupid. Man, could you guys imagine if you know Perez? Could you imagine him as a fucking cop? Holy shit. All right, so Def Jam Vendetta, we're going to take a look, and we're going to see if I can catch the uh, the roster, if you will. Let's pull it up. Uh, let's just pull it up in Google while I wait for the gameplay. Def Jam Vendetta. Vendetta characters. Okay, so. EA it's in the game. That's pretty wild. It was an EA sports game. 
All right, so let's check out D-Mob's crew. He had Capone, D-Mob, Dabo, DMX, Funkmaster Flex, Ghostface Killer, Joe Budden, Keith Murray, Ludacris, Method Man, Nori, Red Man, Scarface, S-Word, Dub C. Um, and then the fighters, these were all like just the uh, generic characters. And this is what I love, man, because there was more generic characters than there were actual characters in the game. And I love that shit. Uh, there was a guy who had like uh, clown pink, la, 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 clown makeup on. His name was Chuckles. That was pretty dope. Stretch, Roughneck, Razor, Snowman, Spider, Steel, Tank, Zaheer, Pockets, Penny, Peewee, Opal, Omar. He was probably black. Nine. You know what I mean? Like, that's just fucking dope, dude. It sold 750,000 copies and earned $30 million in the United States. Does it say what the fucking budget was? But it's cool, man. It's cool... You know, uh, I think it was Red Man and Method Man. There's a video on MTV, or maybe it was like during a goddamn uh, music video or some shit back in the day when they still had music videos. And I remember them playing this fucking video game, which was very reminiscent to No Mercy, you know? And it had a storyline. You could level up. You can en enhance one of four players in your quest to become the most well-known star in the Urban Fighting League. Fight the undefeated underboss D-Mob. Actor voiced Christopher Judge, which I believe is the same guy that does uh, Kratos. Come here, boy. You like that, don't you? Um, but yeah, dude, that's, that's one of my fucking favorites of all time. I'm going to have to compile a list for the, probably for the, the Patreons, and just go through this entire fucking pilgrimage and pick out in Elite 10 games. But there was a sequel, Fight for New York. I wonder if I can pull up the... Yeah, so dude, like, Aki, A.K.I., the game engine, that was super revolutionary, man. It was super fucking revolutionary. Later on, they came out with a sequel, uh, 2004, mid-2004, I uh, had Capone, Comp, D-Mob, Eric Sermon, Flavor Flay, Freeway, Ghostface Killer, Henry Rollins, Joe Budden, Kimura, Lee Simmons, Ludacris, Memphis Bleak, Method Man, Nori, Red Man, Shauna, Scarface, Sticky Fingers, and Dub C. Uh, they also had Buster Rhymes, Bubba Sparks, Bone Crusher, Carmen Electra, David Banner, Baby Chris, Crazy Legs, Elephant Man, Fam Lay, Fat Joe, Havoc, Ice-T, Lil' Kim, Lil' Flip, Mac-10, Omar Epps, Prodigy, Sean Paul, Slick Rick, Snoop Dogg, which was, a, I think he was one of the bosses, and that was fucking dope. Danny Trail was in this bitch, Warren G, Exhibit, and then you had a lot of the circuit fighters like uh, Bo Chang, Cindy J, Cruz, Dan J, House, Jacob, Jervis, Lauren, Manny. I'm not going to go through the whole list. Santos, Shaniqua, Pockets, Stingray, Super Tech, Trick. Fucking epic game, man. So let's go through some of the gameplay and just check it out. I implore you guys. Def Jam Vendetta gameplay. Five matches, 20 minutes. And you just had to work your way up the ranks unless you just wanted to play like a two-player game. It was dope, man. Like, if your favorite rappers were on this game, like, how epic is that? You know what I mean? And it's playing, like, No Mercy. It's just fucking phenomenal, dude. 
I love this fucking game. I heard Ice-T was talking about trying to petition to get it re-released or remade or get a sequel. And then later on, there was another one called... Ooh, that's not it. They had one more game come out, and this was back when I had Xbox 360, and we'll get to it in a minute. But I don't remember what the fuck it was called. Oh, Def Jam Icon. Which was... I mean, I want to say it was garbage, but, it, you know, it was garbage compared to the other two because the control scheme changed up so much. Copy. I mean, you could break motherfuckers' necks in this. Finishing moves were off the chain. That was pretty fucking dope. Okay, Def Jam Icon. This goes kind of off the rails because it was an Xbox 360 or maybe Xbox One that I had when I had this game. The graphics were stepped up, but it played more like... Uh, like the boxing game that I got when I first got an Xbox 360. You know, you had to utilize your 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 game sticks. So we are officially done with Grand Theft uh, with uh, PlayStation 2, if uh, you haven't noticed already. Thank you guys again for sticking with me. Wow, two hours in this bitch. We still got a couple of systems left, so I need a motor. I don't want to keep you guys here for too long. Alright, fuck it. So Xbox 360 came along next. And what brought me to the game? What brought me to the to switch it up from Sony to Microsoft, you ask? Okay, so uh, back at this time, I was working at tech manufacturing. I uh, had a, a collective group of people that would get together and go work out at our buddy Ken's house. While we were waiting for everybody, Ken would be playing uh, his Xbox 360. I'm trying to think of what the fuck it was he was playing. I believe it was a Lord of the Rings game. It was one of those tower tower conquer games where you had to build up all your 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 fortify your 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 shit and keep it protected against all the armies or whatever coming in. But after that, you know, he would switch it up to Fight Night. I believe it was Fight Night Round 2. That's Round 3. Fight Night Round 2. Not Xbox. Xbox 360. Maybe it was 3. Maybe it was 3. Let's see if this was it. But, uh, you know, we played a couple rounds. I knocked him down. He was showing me the, the finer points of utilizing both analog sticks. It was cool. I completely skipped over the, the original Xbox. That weird, funky fucking button on the bottom. Always fucked with me. Okay, Muhammad Ali's in this, so that's not it. It had to have been a fight night round two. He was not in this. Okay. Fuck, man. Why is it so hard to find goddamn gameplay for a fucking game? It had to have been round two on the Xbox 360. Fight Night, let's just put Fight Night, Xbox 360. Because I know for a fact it was Xbox 360. 
That ain't it. That ain't it. Okay, fuck off. So it was Xbox. That's Muhammad Ali, bro. That ain't it. I don't understand what's going on. Anyway, I hadn't played a boxing game since Super Punch-Out on Super Nintendo. You know what I'm saying? So this was more realistic. You had to utilize both of your fucking sticks. You would have your Super Punches and your jabs and shit with the buttons, but you were, for the most part, using the analog sticks to dodge and block and all that shit. Very revolutionary, very busy game. In between rounds, when your face would be all swelled up and shit like that, you would have your your team put the ice pack on, put the heat pack on, try and fuck with your your bleeding and your swelling and shit so you weren't all fucked up. Um, Epic game. I had a lot of fun playing that motherfucking game. Beat it several times over. Had a lot of fun um, trying to up the, the difficulty every time I beat it, you know, and got pretty goddamn good at it, to, to be honest with you. Now, in this, this wasn't the game that sold me on Xbox 360. Xbox 360, I was just looking around. It was still relatively new, okay? So I was looking for games that I would be intrigued to play. Something, I want some longevity. If I'm going to buy a whole new console, I want longevity. And I came across, I don't remember how, but I came across this game called Dead Rising. Dead Rising. Um, It takes place, it's like Dawn of the Dead, man. It takes place all in a fucking mall. You play Frank West. He's a news reporter trying to cover what's going on. And uh, you basically have to wait for this fucking helicopter to arrive. The one thing that I will say about this, this game... That really intrigued me was the fact that you could save, uh, you could rescue survivors, bring them back to your little hut or whatever. You could, it wasn't like Resident Evil where you had sporadic zombies over here and over here and over here. You had mobs of zombies. And that really perked me up because if it was a zombie apocalypse that happened for real, that's what you would have, right? You would have fucking zombie apocalypse like the hordes, right? Okay. And I think I watched, uh, I think I watched this motherfucker mow down people with a lawnmower, dude. I saw this motherfucker mow down a mob of zombies with a fucking lawnmower. So let's see if I can bring that up and let you guys check that out. So Dead Rising Lawnmower Fun, posted by Revenge120. And you would accumulate all these, um, all these power points that would upgrade your upgrade your life, upgrade your inventory, and it was like a, a fucking lawnmower. If you guys are like a big man lawnmower, you know, like a like a Randy Quaid from the movie Moving Lawnmower, you know what I mean? You could use virtually anything as a weapon. You'd have a very extensive inventory over time when you gained enough XP or whatever like that. And I was like, dude, I gotta get it. I got to fucking get it. And, of course, there was a lot of, like, hey, man, you know, there's going to be... Uh, I don't remember if there was any anything in particular that turned me off about the Xbox, but this was the game that sold me. And I'm not completely sure... It had to have been out at this point. Anyway, let's let's go into it a little bit, and um, I want to go, go a little further and just 
mosey on through this top 100 Xbox 360 games. Dead Rising was the one that brought me to the party. So this is part of the reason that I brought this topic of conversation up because eventually we all went in a different direction because of certain games or certain features, certain playability facts. Um, Grand Theft Auto, I mean, was still available on the Xbox 360, so I wasn't worried about that. Uh, the wrestling games were still available. I wasn't worried about that. I wasn't worried about anything really exclusive except this fucking Dead Rising game. Couldn't get it anywhere else. You know, so that was the one game that brought me over to a brand new motherfucking console. And it was a little scary at first. You know what I mean? Because all I knew at that point was Nintendo. I knew a little bit of Sega. You know, we knew the PlayStation and shit like that. But Xbox 360 was where it was at. And it was in this journey that I, I discovered games like Dead Rising, Fight Night 2. I swear to God it was Fight Night 2. Um, Batman. Man. And this is, this is what really fucks with me because I don't remember where John was at at this point. Because we experienced this at the same time. Arkham Asylum had come out. But I don't, oh, I don't remember what fucking system he had at that time. If you know, you know. But there was that one fucking, that one fucking spot in Arkham Asylum where the, the Scarecrow was fucking with you. And it was like old school Nintendo game. You thought your game was fucking up. And you freaked the fuck out. Uh, rock Band, Guitar Hero, I got introduced to. I finally gave that a shot. I got hooked in by the Aerosmith edition of Guitar Hero. Still one of my favorites. I got in. I got myself into Far Cry Three. You know, at this point, it was a great. That was my real big introduction to just diving right into first-person shooters. Uh, Grand Theft Auto. Okay, so the Lost and the Dam came out. This is where I started downloading games. You know, I think at this point you couldn't get physical games. You had to download these games. I didn't have sufficient internet to do it. You know, I was picking up Wi-Fi from, like, the neighbors and shit like that. So I had a taste of online, but couldn't really fuck with it hardcore at this point. But later on, you know, Lost in the Dam came out as a expansion to Grand Theft Auto 4. The Bout of Gay Tony came out, which we'll go back to that in a minute, because it, it involves the Red Ring of Death, you bunch of motherfuckers. I'm trying to think if there was anything else of note... For Xbox 360. Fucked with a little bit of Rock Band. Fucked with a little bit of Guitar Hero. Mostly Guitar Hero. Uh, Call of Duty. Started playing Call of Duty. Modern Warfare 2. Modern Warfare 3. Um, games like Dishonored. I don't remember if that was 360 or if that was Xbox One. But whatever. Stuck pretty close to my wrestling games. Joe Danger. That was another one that I downloaded that was pretty fucking fun. It reminded me a little bit of SX6, SSX Tricky as well as Excite Bike. You know, that was a fun little game. Rocksmith was something I didn't fuck with. Red Dead Redemption, man. You know what I mean? I don't remember who it was that said something about Red Dead Redemption. I don't remember who talked me into it, but I got it. And I was fully immersed. It was fucking amazing. It was epic. I wouldn't trade that experience for the world. You know? And then the ability to play online was fucking awesome. 
you know, holy shit. You had Undead Undead Nightmare that came out after that, downloadable. So many different, just, just games in general that you could download. This was the first time I remember downloading DLC for anything, you know, and it was amazing. It was an amazing time to be a gamer. Max Payne 3 I fucked with a little bit. I don't remember beating it, but I remember playing it. It was on sale. So, of course, you had to go for the on-sale games. Uh, Soul Calibur, I don't remember playing that. Mortal Kombat came out, and that was like the one with uh, Freddy Krueger. That was pretty fucking epic. God damn, that was epic. Bionic Commando Rearmed, that was one of my favorite games. I didn't fuck with Far Cry 2. I started with 3, so we're going to skip over that. Uh, UFC came out. That was pretty fucking boss. You know, uh, Brock Lesnar was in the UFC, so he was, like, ranked at 11. Everybody else was, like, 10 and lower. <laughs> Guitar Hero Metallica was pretty dope. The Walking Dead, the Telltale games were pretty dope. Bioshock, I didn't really fuck with Bioshock a whole lot. But Red Dead Redemption, Grand Theft Auto, those were always my shit. The wrestling games I always hold, you know, true and, and close to my, to my being. They got me through... A lot of fucking bad work days. Resident Evil 5 came out. Oh, man, I spent a lot of time on that fucking game. A lot of people didn't like it. A lot of people don't like it. I remind, I mean, it reminds me a little bit of 4. You know, you're in a foreign country, and they aren't exactly zombies, but, you know, you're in fucking danger. I wouldn't want to go to fucking Africa and fight shit. I wouldn't want to go to Africa for a fucking vacation. Fuck that. Eat a dick. But I think I beat that more than any, any other uh, Resident Evil game. To date. A lot of costumes you can unlock. Um, UFC Undisputed Castlevania Titanfall. I remember they did release the Simpsons arcade game. The Ninja Turtles arcade game. I think it was TMNT reshelled. And it pisses me off. That now it's just gone and you can't fuck with it anymore. I was like, I paid for it. Um, South Park Stick of Truth. That was an epic fucking asshole game, man. I couldn't believe some of the shit they did in that game. But that's that is what brought me to the, the RPG style of gameplay. And I wouldn't trade that experience for the world either. I couldn't transfer it to another storyline either. It has to be South Park. Um... Walking Dead, like, the Telltale games, man, they were fucked up. Like, just the story was really fucked up. Injustice, Gods Among Us, that was a pretty fucking fun game. I started playing the Lego Star Wars adventure. That's how I got the girls, at least Lena, into Star Wars. That's how I introduced her to Star Wars. Had a great time playing that. Xbox 360, uh, what else here? Borderlands, we're going to... Keep on cruising and we'll see if we can get through this fast. Ninja Gaiden 2. I never fuck with Ninja Gaiden on Nintendo. Ninja Gaiden 2 is my shit. <sighs> Another hack and slash game. A lot of blood. Decapitations. Great. I don't know what the fucking storyline was. Far Cry 3, Blood Dragon. Then didn't get far. It reminded me a lot of Terminator, though. Um, the Lego games got really repetitive. They started playing like a Harry Potter... Indiana Jones movies. I mean, I think that introduced that made me go and watch Indiana Jones because I, aside from Temple of Doom, I'd never seen Indiana Jones. Judge me all you want. 
Fable 3, I fucked with that for about 10 minutes. It was cool because it, it takes place in Albion. <laughs> the only other fucking Albion I know is right here in Michigan. <laughs> and it's not somewhere you'd want to have an adventure. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Uh, what else we got here? Dark Souls, Walking Dead, Tell Man, the Telltale game like went on for fucking ever. It was always cool, man. I was, I was always the asshole. I always picked the asshole choices. The choose your own adventure games always like perked me up. Because I always chose the asshole ones, you know, where I'd leave somebody behind or fucking shoot somebody in the head without giving them a chance to explain. Dishonored? I don't remember if that was Xbox One or Xbox 360 I started up, but that was a great game. Uh, Soul Calibur didn't fuck with it. Lego Batman didn't fuck with. Orcs Must Die. Uh, Dead Rising 2 came out, at least Case Zero, which was a downloadable episode. This was where I started getting hardcore into DLC. You know, um, this was a demo, Case Zero. It introduced the main protagonist and former motocross champion Chuck Green. He'd provide a link between the original game and the events that await the player in the gambling paradise of Fortune City. You basically had to save your daughter. You had In this particular uh, demo, you had to collect bike parts, you know, and that was one of the first times I really utilized YouTube for a walkthrough to find the rest of the shit that I was missing. God. And then Dead Rising 2 came out. Lena still fucking plays that. She's hardcore about that. Probably next to Resident Evil 5, the most played zombie game I've ever played. Um, Ghostbusters, the video game, was pretty epic. I, I, you know, I hold that in high regard. It had the original uh, creators. It was penned by the original creators. Had the the voiceovers and everything. For I mean, compare it to the fucking Nintendo Ghostbusters game, which I don't for, think I remember mentioning in the last episode. It was fun. It was nowhere near as stressful. Uh, Perfect Dark, never played it. Where else did I play on 360? I remember God of War like a motherfucker. Well, that wasn't 360, I'm sorry. WWE Prototype. All right, so one of the things that perked me up that made me want to think about getting a PlayStation 3 was that game Infamous. Well, if you didn't want to go and get a PlayStation 3, you'd go and get this game called Prototype. It was pretty much the same kind of concept and gameplay. Uh, Shapeshifter with amazing powers of combat, destruction, and deception. It was another one, man, where you would just consume targets for their form, memories to assume a perfect disguise, instantly transform your body into array, into an array of deadly biological... Where did I, I lost my spot? I fucking expanded and I lost my spot. Deadly biological weapons cutting your way to the heart of the conspiracy 40 years in the making. Okay, it was a hack-and-slash destruction type of game. Fun as fuck. And it was one of those games where I got stuck because I had the last boss and I had, like, little to no energy. And I'd be goddamned if I'm going to start that game over again. It was fun. Uh, Far Cry Instinct's Predator. Don't remember that. Charlie Murder. This is fun. <laughs> this, this whole episode was really fun. I didn't fuck with sports games. I don't care. Didn't fuck with sports games. Devil May Cry, never played it. Uh, Shank, that was another um, arcade game that I had played, downloadable on the Xbox 360 arcade. Shank 1 and Shank 2. Uh, Side-scroller, hack and slash, fun as fuck. 
very straight to the point. You didn't have to in- involve yourself too much in thinking or strategy. You just had to kill everything. Red Dead Redemption's liar and cheats. I don't consider that. I don't consider that a game. It was just an expansion of the you know multiplayer mode. I never fucked with uh, multiplayer until way later in life. Uh, they re-released Doom on the arcade. They did a lot of good games on um, the arcade for Xbox 360. Godfather. Oh, God, where are we at here? FIFA, Awesome Knots, Crisis, Left 4 Dead. I think I tried playing Left 4 Dead once on the PlayStation and didn't get very far. Um, Man. Forza. Holy shit. Shadows of the Damned, Street Fighter, Dead Alive. Soul Calibur. I think I should just split off and do the arcade games that they had available. Singularity. So I got like four pages left to go. Was there anything of any note on the Xbox 360? I can't think of anything besides the stuff that I mentioned. There was Dead Rising that brought me to the party. All the arcade games that I'd already mentioned. The wrestling games that I will always fucking whore out for. Um... And Tropico. Oh, WWF or WWE All-Stars reminded me a lot of arcade gameplay. They were very cartoony, but I still hold that very near and dear. It combined a lot of the old school, uh, old school rosters with the new school at that time. 2011, so you had Sergeant Slaughter, Hulk Hogan, John Cena, Ultimate Warrior, Randy Orton. It's like The Undertaker, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Kofi Kingston. It was fun. Rey Mysterio. Um, God damn it. Hardcore, hardcore, parkour, parkour, uh, parkour, dishwasher, smash TV. I'm trying, you guys. I'm trying. NBA Jam. It, I downloaded an NBA Jam for the arcade, and it seemed a lot harder than I remember it being on uh, Sega Genesis. So I got rid of it. I stopped playing it. Uh, Def Jam Rap Star. A lot of these fucking games came along where you had a microphone or some kind of apparatus. <laughs> Just no. All, all together, no. Man. All right, 701. Mafia. Haven't played Mafia. I think I have the Definitive Edition downloaded on the PlayStation right now, but I never fucked with it. Call of Duty Ghosts. For me, a lot of these games, a lot of these shooter games were just repetitive of repetitive versions of the last one. So I didn't fuck with those either. Elder Scrolls didn't fuck with it. Assassin's Creed. (sighs) I remember playing the first one, the very first one, five minutes. Like I said, I'm not a stealthy kind of guy. I like to wreck shit. And I like the people to see my fucking face when I do it. Force Unleashed. That was my shit. Uh, That was one of the first games I really got into as far as Star Wars goes. The first one that I got into was Episode Three which sucked because they had clips from the movie, which came out like, I don't know, two or three weeks. The game came out two or three weeks before the fucking movie did. And I'm like, what the fuck? How do you do that? How are you George Lucas and you have a team of people and you fucking allow that to happen? Bullshit. Dante's Inferno. I want to think there was somebody at work that told me about Dante's Inferno. It was another hack and slash game. I think those are just my my fucking shit. Because you can pick them up and play, you can get to a checkpoint, you don't have to worry about getting immersed in a story. It, I mean, really, you can if you want to, but, um, Jesus Christ. Oh, shit! Brian's here! Hi! 
What's happening, dude? All right, good, man. I mentioned you earlier. Hope all is well. All right, so I'm just going over, like, Xbox 360, some of the uh, definitive games I had back in the day. Getting to the the near... <laughs> I'm trying to get to the end. This is, like, going to be a fucking three-hour episode. But, it, it, I mean, it turns out, like, I was more of a hack-and-slash type of guy. I didn't immerse myself in big storylines until Red Dead Redemption came around. Um, Tower Defense... I don't remember if I played that. If it was on the phone, probably, but I don't remember playing that game. It sounds familiar. GoldenEye Reloaded? Nope. Dead Rising 2 came out. I was all about Dead Rising, man. That was my zombie game. I think I dropped the fuck off as far as Resident Evil goes. Dead Rising was my shit. I can play Dead Rising all fucking day. Arkham Asylum, Arkham City... The DLC was that for those games were kind of a trip. I didn't spend a whole lot of time on those. It was cool playing as the Joker, but you didn't have the weaponry that Batman had, so it made it a little bit more difficult. Um, Shank, like I said, man, Shank was my shit. Dead Island came out. That was another first-person shooter for me. It was difficult, but over time, it was cool. It was one of the game, one of the first games I played multiplayer. I had this guy Andre who had. A uh, bunch of awesome weapons that he would pass me along, and they'd be like infinite uh, durability, super powerful. It was a fun ass game. Legend of WrestleMania sucked. That's one of the few games that you will see in this day and age that uh, I will not give a pass to. It was a great concept, poor execution. Uh, it looks like THQ put their name on it. Sorry for you. Because you guys had a great career up until about this point. Then they slowly slowly started fading away. Uh, like I said, the SmackDown games, we had 2008. Raw vs. SmackDown is when it became a big thing. The Simpsons game, it was pretty a pretty good idea. I just remember it being a very bad game. It was, it was clunky. A lot of goddamn problems with that game. I don't remember finishing it. They did a, a remaster of Bionic Commando, which was pretty fun. I think this was also an arcade game that I downloaded. Uh, Xbox 360 was pretty dope for their uh, for their arcade, downloading some of that extra. Like I said, Ninja Turtles was on there. Simpsons was on there, so I was sold. Uh, Guitar Hero Aerosmith was one of the Aerosmith game or Guitar Hero games that I spent the most time on. DuckTales Remastered was pretty dope to play. Um, Call of Duty, just, I didn't give a fuck. Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3, I think I missed the, missed the boat when that came out. And the X-Men arcade game, I remember that. It was pretty fucking dope, finally beating that. Can't imagine how many quarters I wasted on that motherfucker. But at that time, Simpsons, Ninja Turtles, Mortal Kombat, I didn't play a whole, I didn't play that a whole lot. Def Jam Icon is what I was talking about earlier, it was definitely a different game compared to Vendetta and Fight for New York. I played it. I, I got the hang of it. You know, it just wasn't my favorite out of the series. Conan, Hack and Slash, not much to it. Hitman, never got into Hitman. I still want to know the story with Sonic and Knuckles being on Xbox or Nintendo for that matter. Bioshock never got into it. There's a lot of fucking Nintendo Blitz, Brink, blah, blah, Harry Potter, blah, 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 blah. 
All right, so it looks like there wasn't a whole lot left on this list that I really got into. After Red Dead Redemption and Grand Theft Auto came out, there it is, the Simpsons game. After Red Dead Redemption and Grand Theft Auto came out, it was pretty much that was pretty much it for me. Those were my games that I held close. Those were my comfort zone. If there was something of note that came out for a different uh, zombie apocalypse, that was another arcade game that was uh, kind of like a survival survival thing. Nothing special. But yeah, if it wasn't uh, Red Dead Redemption, Dead Rising, something like that, then I didn't fuck with it. Well, plenty of arcade games to keep you busy if you were bored. That's all I can. That's all I'm really going to speak on as far as Xbox 360. So Xbox 360 really shit the bed when I finally got the Red Rings of Death. The Red Rings of Death came about when I was playing. Um, what the hell? There is Big Brady. What up, Brady? Um, God damn, you made me lose my train of thought. So I'm gonna rehydrate. Xbox 360 really shit the bed once I got the Red Rings of Death. And I got that during playing um, Grand Theft Auto, The Ballad of Gay Tony. <laughs> it was fucked up. I was parachuting. I don't I remember the I remember it like it was yesterday, but I don't remember exactly what the mission was. I was parachuting and then the screen scrambled, right? The screen scrambled, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And that's when I like I remember clicking like like this and looking at the Xbox and there was fucking red rings of death. I'm like fuck! <laughs> God damn it. It was so fucking shitty. And then I I, I I struggled to Google search addresses and who the fuck do I contact to get this fixed? What do I do? Got a hold of Microsoft. They said, oh, you know, ship it. We'll send you a box and we'll address label and all this other bullshit. Got it back. It was not my fucking system. It was a refurbished system. But after that, I don't remember what happened. I know I got an Xbox One after that. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, exactly. God damn, it was a fucking, uh, you know, I mean, I thought I made it out. I thought it was like, you know, I thought it was, I was going to make it out and not have to have that happen. But I was like, it hasn't happened to me. Oh, it happened to you? <laughs> that sucks for you. That sucks for you, guy. Not your guy, buddy. Um, But yeah, I stuck with Xbox until that point. Got an Xbox One. Uh, I think at this point, um... Baby Mama got the Wii, which I think the Wii speaks for itself. You know, it was pretty fucking fun. It was revolutionary. It made you get off the fucking couch and play. Um, overhe- I don't remember if it was overheating or not. Brian said he never got an Xbox because he hated the controller. All right, so I skipped over the original Xbox because of that weird, funky-ass button. You know what I mean? Like you had the you had the four buttons, and then I think you had two buttons at the bottom, and then there was always that weird funky button on the original Xbox. But after that, Xbox 360 was fine. Xbox One was fine. You know, I didn't have any I didn't have any problem. Um, the Wii was the shit because, like, I mean, you never could go wrong with a Mario game, like the Super Mario Brothers Wii, that adventure, shaking the controller, it. It made you think a little bit more. You were more active. 
but it was still a Mario game. You know, it didn't take you too far out of your wheelhouse. You know what I mean? It was still stressful and fun at the same time. Um, other games and note on the Wii, I remember beating the fuck out of Super Punch Out. It was cool and stressful because you had to do your once you got the timing done or timing down, you were done. You know, you didn't have anything to worry about at that point. There wasn't anything I could really think of that that pulled me into the Wii other than just like the Wii type function the functionalities, you know, being interactive and shit with it. Um, so that was hers. That was her thing. It was cool that you could download old school Nintendo and Super Nintendo games if you had the apparatus or you had the right controls for it, you know, which was kind of of a pain in the ass because if you had a Wii, what reason do you need a fucking Super Nintendo controller sticking around, you know? You didn't think about that shit. So that was a quick one. Xbox One, I'm trying to think if there was anything special of note for Xbox One that I... You know, or if it was just, I was just going with the motions and sticking with it because I was in the Microsoft house of pain of sorts. Xbox One top games. We'll check it out. Um, God, I can't even remember what the fuck I had for Xbox One. I remember I had Friday the 13th when that fucking finally came out from Gun Media. Still one of my favorite games. I had all the... Uh, exclusive DLC for that, and now it's sitting in the fucking living room. The old man's not using it. <laughs> I fucking turned off Netflix. <laughs> turned off Netflix, so he just watches the wall. Uh, I can't think of anything in particular that kept me in the Xbox realm other than just, just being in the motions. Honestly, at this point, there wasn't anything exclusive that kept me here. Um, I mean, they had Red Dead Redemption, they had Grand Theft Auto, they had shit like Witcher, I wasn't really playing online a whole lot, I think the only game that was really exclusive to the best of my knowledge was Sea of Thieves, now Sea of Thieves, if I'm correct, uh, this was a game, it was a fun concept, like you get on on board with your, your mates and you can go hunt for treasure and and shipwreck other ships and cannonball motherfuckers and shit. That's fucking awesome. You know what I mean? It can be peaceful as fuck, and you can just drift and see what, you know, comes, like islands and treasure and all this other bullshit. Or you can go and pillage motherfuckers, you know? This was another... <laughs> see, this was where Will was looking from the beginning, and then he disappeared, and I had to play the goddamn game by myself. I became accustomed to being by myself after Will... Left me to fend for myself, you bitch. But it was cool because uh, Xbox, he had an Xbox One. I had an Xbox One. Our buddy from work had, was just playing on his fucking computer. So that was my first experience doing the cross-generation gameplay. You know what I mean? So the concept was really cool. And it's what's got me really pumped up to go and get uh, PlayStation 5. There's a game coming out called Crossing Bones. Which, you're starting off like a scurvy dog, and you're working your way up the ranks. You know, you're building your ship, you're building your your team, you're building, you know, your inventory and all that. You're hunting for treasure, you're taking out bosses, you know, having a community. And I ain't gonna fuck with Will, because that's, that's why I was like, man, fuck Xbox. You got an Xbox, that's cool. But you're gonna leave me hanging, motherfucker. I might as well stay over here on PlayStation. But again... It's, it's going to be a cross-generation, cross-platform type game from how they're explaining it. We'll see when we get there. 
But that's the game that I'm really, I'm really geeked to play. You know, I'm not worried about shit like Grand Theft Auto 6 right now because I'm still, the, the community and Grand Theft Auto 5 still hot and popping. Um, so Xbox One came along. What was it that made me switch to PlayStation? All right, so PlayStation, later on when PlayStation came out, is many years later. Uh, here we go. I know, I know. See, that's what, like, that's what I'm like, uh, I'm really fucking with that. Harry Potter sounding like that too, dude. Doritos Crash Course. Mm, I didn't fuck with a lot of racing games. Okay, so he play still plays. I still get emails for Sea of Thieves. You know, and I want to go back to it, but like, I don't fuck with Xbox anymore. It's just sitting in there collecting dust. I think the kids still play it from time to time. Um. Yeah, see, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, if all these games, like, I don't understand what the fuck Microsoft and Xbox or Microsoft and Nintendo and uh, PlayStation, why they can't get the fucking together and make this shit work? Because games like Grand Theft Auto, Red Dead Redemption Two, they're still the online community still popping. They would still make motherfucking money if they tried to integrate that shit. You know what I mean? And then they come along with a new game, and they're, they're going to make more money with that, too. I don't understand why they can't just get their fucking heads out of their ass and make that a thing. Cross-generation platform playing should have been a thing a long-ass fucking time ago. Period. And it pisses me off. Like, if I don't understand why the fuck Nintendo Switch hasn't gotten a hold of Red Dead Redemption. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would play Red Dead Redemption at work <laughs> on the fucking road with my Switch. If they brought it out for Switch, man, you know, Red Dead Redemption, I can go fucking rope motherfuckers and do travel uh, 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 treasure hunts and all that shit all goddamn day. Yeah, see, I started recently, probably this last year or so, I started getting into Grand Theft Auto. And we would do, I got the kids into it now. They're building their their community. They're uh, getting... They're getting cars, and they're we're doing we're making fucking meth, we're, we're making crack, and all kinds of shit, selling weed. You know, I was showing them how to fly a helicopter and shit. You know, uh, first person shooters. I I completely agree with you, but I started with um, I forced myself into it. I was never very good at Goldeneye. I didn't become really coherent with first person shooters until. I started fucking with Far Cry 3 on Xbox 360. I forced myself out of my comfort zone, and I loved it. Like, I can't fucking play with these motherfuckers that play Call of Duty. You know what I mean? I'm not that hardcore about it. Yeah, see, that's that's what I like, too. I like Grand Theft Auto. I like uh, Red Dead Redemption to just, just chill and do shit. I always do it by myself, though. Or, like, friends-only sessions because there are too many fucking asshole kids. Too many fucking asshole kids. Everybody's trying to, like, oh, man, we're going to get on this session and we're going to just fuck everybody up because we have nothing else to do. Like, I just want to play the fucking game, man. You know, eat a dick just because your mom's at work and she has no fucking parental control over what you're doing. Goddamn Josie and Jamal, you fucking assholes. Um, being online bullies and shit. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, like, with Grand Theft Auto, all I do right now is I look for uh, Gerald's uh, hidden stash or I go and get, uh, it's the hidden stash and then I go do the 
the safe houses where all those guys are manufacturing meth, and you gotta shoot them all up and take all the the secret contents out of the out of the uh, <laughs> just because your mom doesn't love you. But I go and fuck with the uh, I go and blow these guys away, and then I get in the safe and get their special. I just rack up money, you know what I mean? Uh, Piper and Lena, they're all about shooting folks. <laughs> they, they don't even give a fuck. So they'll go up into a party store or whatever like that. And they'll draw their gun on the clerk, right? Before the motherfucker even has a chance to fully get his hands up, they shoot his ass in the head and take the money. I'm like, you have to intimidate him. He'll give you more money. And then you can shoot him. Wait until he gets his hands up, at least. Piper has no mercy. She was definitely raised by me. (laughs) Man confronts you, he is the enemy. Enemy deserves no mercy. So that's where um, PlayStation 4... I'm going to move on because I'm going to be here all night. It's almost fu- it's pushing fucking almost 10 o'clock. Holy shit. Now I know you fuckers don't want to be here all night listening to me ramble on. So I got into PlayStation 4. There was one game that brought me to the party, okay? And that was Fire Pro Wrestling World, okay? I'm a wrestling game fan. I wanted to give this motherfucking game a fair shot. The last time I played it was back in PlayStation 2, so that was fucking two consoles ago. Didn't give it a fair shake. Um, I'm not even going to bother looking at top PlayStation 4 games of all time because that's just ridiculous. Um, YouTube, type in Fire Pro Wrestling Returns. Oh, no. Fire Pro Wrestling World. Now, this game integrates um, professional wrestling. You can do shit like throw your opponents into barbed wire, explosive C4 boards, Lead like a motherfucker, right? The customization of your characters is almost endless. Like, you can make guys from today's wrestling, 80s wrestling. You can make cartoon characters. It's it's virtually fucking endless. The difference between this wrestling game and a lot of the, a lot of the mainstream ones is this is more of a timing-based type thing. This goes back a ways. Like, if you're just joining the, the the conversation or whatever, this is very reminiscent to the old-school Nintendo uh, original pro wrestling. It's fucking nuts. It takes a lot of patience to learn to play this game. If you're a button masher, that's not going to help you in this fucking game. It takes patience. I can't play with the kids. They don't fuck with it. I can't play with anybody else. Jason Stoddard, who doesn't listen listen to my fucking show... He was the one that really tells me about it. He's He makes an entire roster of fucking crazy people. It's wild. It gets super fucking extensive. I've made people from work have a lot of fun blowing them up and watching them bleed. But uh, it, it takes you back, man. It just check out the... I want you guys to check out this trailer. And you'll kind of get an idea of what the game is all about. Ryan says he knows already. But it was it was one of those things that just it 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 irked me that I really hadn't given this a whole lot of attention. I really hadn't tried very hard to play it. And I got it. I spent a lot of time playing this fucking game and I loved it. And after that, it was that was it. You know what I mean? So it had really nothing to do with any other game. I wasn't really super concerned about games like The Last of Us which I've had an opportunity to play, and it's a great game. But, like, it's just some of these games, 
You know, I talk a lot of shit about, oh, well, you're an Xbox guy. Fuck you. You know what I mean? In some regards, it's just about the game. You know what I mean? If this isn't available on Xbox, I'm going to have to go somewhere else and play this fucking shit, you know? But, for the most part, I mean, I would go either way. I would go with Xbox, or I would go fucking PlayStation. Um, right now, I'm inclined to do the PlayStation thing, because I have a PlayStation 4. It's still in good shape. The kids still play at their mom's. They play here. And I'd like to do the cross... I mean, I guess I'd like to fucking play uh, Grand Theft Auto or Red Dead online with them or whatever, however, this, however it goes. And we'll go from there. If something comes along for Xbox and I had to fucking have it, I'll go for Xbox. I ain't going to fucking be stingy about it like that, you know. I just like giving Brady, <laughs> I just like giving Brady shit. <laughs> I've fucked with Xbox, you know, for a long ass time. Xbox 360, Xbox One. Um, little salty at Xbox 360 because it did give me the red ring of death, you know. Um, Jesus Christ. That brings us up to date, man. I, I can't think of anything that's, uh, I will say that, uh, Days Gone is an exclusive PlayStation title. I'm a zombie guy, and that really feels like a realistic zombie game. You're on a motorcycle, you have to make sure your bike keeps up with maintenance and your gas. Like, I've had to walk three fucking miles to go and get gas for my motherfucking motorcycle while fighting off zombies and other survivors and all that shit like that. It's a great game. Story's pretty, I mean, at this point, you know, the zombie stories have been told over and over again. But I think it's a great game. Um... You're, I mean, I don't want to say you're missing anything. I mean, you could probably piece together how the story ends, you know. The side quest, I mean, it keeps you busy. It, it keeps you busy. I like it better than Resident Evil, if you ask me. Dead Rising, it's a toss-up because there's a lot you can do. And I like Dead Rising because it's kind of a hack-and-slash button masher. You can just, you know, whack through a bunch of zombies and shit. Um, Days Gone really attracted me because there's fucking hordes of zombies. I mean, that was what kind of brought me to the Xbox 360, seeing hordes of zombies in Dead Rising. Let's see here. Um, let me see if I can find a good video for this. Days Gone. There we go. Days Gone Horde. And it's just fucking horrifying, man. Uh, the first horde... Like, these zombies are fucking climbing on top of one another. And then, um, it's voiced by, uh, it's voiced and stars Sam Witwer. If you guys are, uh, Force Unleashed fans, he was in Dexter, Being Human. He was in a lot of shit. Oh, no! Don't mute. But you can do shit like set traps. Uh, environmental traps. You have logs that are stacked up. You can blow those up and mow down zombies. It's pretty fucking dope. And uh, since you guys joined the chat, I was just mentioned. I was mentioning at the beginning of the episode that I watched uh, Army of the Dead, starring Dave Bautista, aka Drax. And uh, that was a pretty good flick too. 
I mean, you you could pretty much. I mean, there isn't gonna be a new revolutionary fucking zombie tale that you can tell and not know. But as far as zombie movies goes, it was pretty good. It was pretty entertaining. It was a lot of fun. Zack Snyder did it. While I'm talking about zombies, uh, what? What setting, what zombie setting would you guys not want to be in the most? I mean, you got Days Gone. You got Resident Evil. You got Dawn of the Dead. You got... Fuck. Last of Us. I don't know, man. Last of Us with those mushroom-looking motherfuckers. I wouldn't want to fuck with that. Yeah, see, um, I had met him at one of the last Motor City Comic Cons where it was dead as fuck. You know, and he was cool as shit. I think I knew him from Dexter the most. And he was only in like one or two episodes. I think I... I don't remember if I even had started watching Being Human at that point. I'm trying to think of what... I think it was Force Unleashed that I knew him from the most. And I sat and talked to him. He was cool as fuck. A sequel for what? Being Human? Holy shit, three hours. Yeah, fuck you, Will. I can do three hours by myself, you bitch. <laughs> I love it. So as of right now, I still want to stick with PS5 just because um, I have a pretty decent library stacked up of games. And I wanted to be able to play online with the kids, I guess, more than anything. Army of the Dead. Okay, cool. Um, and I was also mentioning I kind of dig Batista as far as an actor. I mean, he doesn't have a wide range, but compared to the other wrestlers that have been in, in movies, I think he's one of the better ones. Man, Days Gone's my shit. I just started replaying that. It was a fun fucking game. DLC was pretty dope. I'm slowly, for a Patreon episode, um, Brian, since you're still here, I was talking to Lena, and we're going to slowly build, like, the perfect game, the perfect zombie game. Um, you know, things from zombie games that we've played that we didn't like, things that we liked, things that we think that they should add for a future game that would make it more fun. You know, I mean, there's no such thing as a perfect game. There's always, like, little nitpicks. But just for the future, you know, we really enjoy playing Dead Rising, Dead Island. She doesn't fuck with Resident Evil. <laughs> it's too, it's too fucking scary for her, especially like the re-releases of Resident Evil Two, Resident Evil Four. I don't think I ever got her to mess with uh, Days Gone yet, but yeah, we're slowly. That's gonna be a, for a Patreon episode. We're gonna start talking about building a uh, perfect game. Perfect wrestling game is probably gonna be in my wheelhouse. Um, at some point, Blade Runner, okay, mm, see, that's the, some, I'm gonna have to go watch the original Blade Runner too. good shit, alright, well, I mean, I think I've, uh, I've covered a lot of ground here, I started with fucking redoing, uh, PlayStation 1, N64, GameCube, PS2, Xbox 360, the Wii briefly, Xbox One, and currently the PlayStation 4, some projection for PlayStation 5 
I don't know how they're going to improve anymore on a, on a fucking video game. Um, God. I'm pretty satisfied so far with video games. I mean, there isn't anything. I don't know. I'm trying to think if there's anything specifically keeping me tied down to PlayStation. I don't play online a whole lot because, like I said, people are assholes. And then everybody's got their own work schedule and shit, so... I usually try and play with the kids. Grand Theft Auto. They're they're more to Grand Theft Auto than than uh, Red Dead Redemption. I kind of get it. It's new, and they they're playing music. They have rocket launchers and shit like that. Who doesn't like a good explosion? But good shit. Episode thirty fucking five is in the bag. Thanks, Brian, and thanks, uh, Brady Lovin. What up, Brady Lovin? From the Escape Pod for checking out the episode and tuning in for a minute. Video Game Armageddon is at a close this Sunday, which is going to be the... I don't know what date that is. The 11th of June. We are going to be talking about The Big Lebowski. I've already mentioned it. If you haven't seen Big Lebowski, fuck you. You're a bad person. I'm not saying you have to like it. You just probably should have watched it at this point in time. It's a Coen Brother classic. Probably, let's see, it's in my top three Coen Brother movies. I don't think I've seen Hudsuck, Hudsucker Proxy. And I'll have to go check the, the catalogs. I know Fargo's in there. Big Lebowski and Raising Arizona are my three. Big Lebowski seems to be the most popular with everybody, so it's all good. Um, Will says he's going to be here, so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> it really brings the room together. Fuck yeah. So, I don't remember what it was. Was it a DVD? I don't think it was a DVD set. It was some kind of set that I bought at Target. And it came with a, a mug. It came with a mouse pad, which was uh, the rug that really ties the room together. There was a, I want to think there was a pen. There was some other stuff that came along with it. And a toe, a little replica toe with green nail polish on it. It was fucking great. But we're going to be discussing uh, the Big Lebowski with or without Will. We'll find out on Sunday. So until then, I am the D. Thanks for tuning in. Check out the Patreon. Check out all of our sponsors and our friends of the show. ATSW The Escape Pod. Wednesday, 7.05 Eastern Standard Time on the Tubes of You. As well as all of your podcasting applications. Minor Advantage Toys and Collectibles, Tactical Trash Out, Chimera Illustration and Design, all on Facebook and other medias, as well as Kill Mall Beard Oil, if you guys are beard enthusiasts like myself, Pain Pod as the code for 10% off. And I'm getting a lot of likes from that guy, from the, the actual Kill Mall Beard Oil, because I'm tagging that motherfucker in all my shares, so good shit. Anyway, it's 10 o'clock. I got one more Mike's Hard Lemonade to drink before I go to bed. Be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes. Thank you guys so much for the support and staying with me for fucking three hours. Holy sheep shit. No, that ain't it. There it is. Um, Hell yeah. I appreciate the feedback. I appreciate the support. Only more to come, you guys. Episode 35, close to 50. Got plenty of ideas in the box. Big Lebowski this coming Sunday. That's about it.
Be excellent to each other and party on, dudes. Peace out. In my house, pain.